talking about the... Uh, I didn't watch it. I didn't even know there was a, a Kentucky Derby this weekend, but a pretty interesting story from what I could piece together uh, at the last minute. This is what Baba Bowie just told me. So, Balf, do you know anything about the Kentucky Derby? I said, not really, except people wear dumb hats. Right? Don't the ladies wear stupid hats? Yeah, they get dressed up and they have to wear a hat and they drink. What's the drink? A mint julep? Sex on Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> Sex on the beach. Uh, yeah, well, I didn't know that the horse that won was one of these horses that was all washed up. It was a, it was a claiming horse, so they were going to try and pawn him off on somebody in a race well they did and, pawn uh, him off on somebody um yeah. but he was not even supposed to be in the race right it was another last minute. horse that was supposed to be in the race was scratched for some reason that's what they said right. he wasn't scratched but they say it's a scratch that's a term they use right yeah and he was, scratched. And he was uh, replaced right he replaced the horse that was uh, not going to be in the race that had qualified for the race and the horse, Rich Strike, won the race. And it was Isn't a big a payout. Rich Strike, though? <laughs> he is. I mean, can you imagine this horse uh, paid, he was a long shot, 80 to 1 or something crazy yes. like that? Yeah. So I guess if you put up, uh, Gary was doing the math. I, I don't know where, what the math was, but if you put up like 20 bucks, you would oh. be uh, worth $17 billion. <laughs> You're now a billionaire? <laughs> yeah, you'd be a billionaire. <laughs> something like that. Uh, rich strike. I think I have an aversion to horse racing. Someone said, Sal was telling me that, or maybe Will, that the horse, like, right on live TV, the horse was all agitated and stuff, so they punched the horse in the face. What? Like in, yeah, like a, I'm surprised they showed that on TV and there's not sort of a, an uproar, because, Every once in a while, you start to see the horrors of uh, horse racing. What happened? Well, horse racing is a horror for these animals. Yeah. That, that's what happened. It, the horse is all charged up after the race, and they're trying to get it Which to calm one? down. Which one? Rich Strike? Rich yeah. Strike? Yeah. So, the winner. You know, there's, the, there's a guy on a horse leading Rich Strike, you know, you know, as tries to calm down. And it's biting the other horse. Kept biting the other horse. And I don't know if that's part of the... It's all aggressive. And... uh and the guy was like shaking its head and then like punched it in the head a couple of times and to get it to try and calm down. And this is all on TV, all on NBC. It's crazy. Oh, it's like, uh, look at that. It's like very Will Smith, you know? <laughs> it was. Slapped the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, horse. this horse should be named Chris Rock. <laughs> right. Wow. That's fucked up, man. I hate animal abuse. But Well, the whole industry is basically abusive. Yeah, didn't they once have to like shoot a horse right on the track? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The and, horse yeah. broke his ankle or something, and they had to put him down. You know, again, I don't know anything about horse racing, but it seems to me like that's pretty fucking harsh. Like, dude, you can't. I mean, in this day and age, we can't fix a horse's ankle. The problem is that a horse can't lie down for long periods of time and be off mm. his feet. He'll die anyway. And uh -huh. so uh, that was where they got with him. They tried and tried and tried to save his life. But uh, there was one horse that, you know, they took and tried to save his life. Another horse had to be put down right away. But you look at the animal and look at its construction. So this gigantic bodies on these slender legs. Like me. 
<laughs> They'd have to shoot me if I break my leg. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be uh, in the same boat. Here's a couple of stats for you, Robin. I know you like stats. $179 million was bet on the Kentucky Derby this year. Only 500000 of the $179 million bet was bet on Rich Strike, the lowest of any horse in the field. Yeah, probably. Yeah. but So uh, they made yeah. out really well uh, yesterday or Saturday, whenever it was run. This is a good one. If you bet a dollar on the Superfecta, that's where you got to pick a couple of... What's I the Superfecta? Like Superfecta is like... I don't know. How how big is the Superfecta? Anybody know? How many? It, it's four it's horses. Four. Four? Yeah. You got the Trifecta. If you bet a dollar on the Superfecta, you p- it paid $321,000. Now, you tell me how many people you think bet a dollar and get $321,000? And they yeah. deserve it. If you would pick this horse that was basically a washed up kind of horse, you're But genius. wait a minute. You got to pick four horses. Four. Yeah. That's why, that's why it pays so much. No one gets the exact, the exact, uh, which is only two horses, and a lot of people you you, know, you box them so you get either side of it. That paid four thousand dollars on a two dollar bet. It was you could bet crazy well, money on that horse. Yeah, again because of uh, that horse. I mean, no, you know, you know, you know what I always said about horse racing. I always said a horse is a horse, of course, of course, unless. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, Rich. No, Strix I went to w- one of those races once, and I was so devastated because I love horses. And just to see that it's nothing about the horse. It's right. all about the gambling. Yep. They don't care yeah. about those animals at all. They don't care that they're beautiful and majestic. They only care who wins. Yeah, my dad was super into horse racing. Guys of his generation, I don't, th- you know, they say now the track is not a big deal that much anymore because, you know, subsequent generations after my dad's generation. They got less and less interested in the track because it's basically where degenerates go to lose all their money. Because never, it's gambling. It, That's all they're there for. And it never ever, uh, I never could understand how my dad was into horse racing. Like he called it his therapy and his relaxation. Yeah. And what did he, he get never, out of that? Yeah. Well, I went with him once or twice. It didn't look like any relaxation I'd ever seen. <laughs> Guy was all, someone should have punched him in the face. He was all charged up. <laughs> Oh, God, he was so fucking... Angry. My dad was just always angry. Just the angriest guy I ever knew. Like, he just was in a constant state of agitation. Rarely did I see him happy. <laughs> and he was always just fucking miserable. And even his relaxation, the the track, just looked... It just seemed like a horrible day. I even knew, I, Like, as I got older, I'd take my... You know, I was already on the radio and said, Dad, why do you go? It's my relaxation. <laughs> yeah, but you, you don't seem all that relaxed. No, you know what it is? People drive me crazy. I go, people drive you crazy? What is yeah. that? <laughs> he used to run into Dominic over in the track. And, Dom- oh. and people like that. Yeah, yeah. And Dominic was trying to be nice to my dad and like going like, uh, hey, you want to have lunch? Hey, I'll bring you into the owner's box. I'll, you right. know, he, he, yeah, he was a connected a guy. Yeah, he was connected to all the owners, and he knew people. You know, he was a lawyer, so. I don't want a lunch. He, he complained to me. He goes, who is this guy? Well, I don't want a lunch. <laughs> I don't want, like, I bring my own lunch. I bring sardines on the white blood with oil. What do you bring? I take the 
frozen bread. Yeah. And I put a, he dumps a whole can of sardines on the bread. He likes the oil to soak in. That's right. Sounds delightful. When I get there, I eat it at the frosts. Oh, so the bread soaks in all the oil from the uh. sardines? Don't, don't sardines. He's a vampire. Don't sardines, um, don't sardines have bones? I eat the whole thing. <laughs> so you're telling me you go to the track where you're miserable and then. With your bag lunch. With, and then you have the worst lunch imaginable. No matter, no wonder you're, no wonder you're miserable. No wonder you want to go. You no wonder you delightful. fucking yell at me all day. <laughs> no, he'd come home all red in the face and just aggravated. And well, you got to realize he's surrounded by miserable people who are all losing their money, too. Yeah, well, that's the other then, thing. It's a terrible uh, atmosphere. And I couldn't decide if my father was like a degenerate gambler. But again, he's he's a very frugal guy. He always saved his money. So I, I once said to him, and I rarely had conversation with my father. I knew to avoid him. But I, I would <laughs> say like, you know, gee, you know, something came up about money. I win every year. He'd have a little log he'd keep, a, a book. Uh. And he had a system. He'd buy systems. You know, he, he knew systems and... I bet two dollars on this. I bet ten dollars on that. On this. And it equally, I always, I always win a little something. I was like, oh wow, he's actually figured out how to win a little something every time. And that, but I know that can't be right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know, everybody who gambles tells you they win, yeah. but they don't tell you what they lost. Yeah, this is so weird. And like, you'd go and just be so pissed off about the. At the racing. But he seemed to have it under control. It wasn't an out of yeah, control yeah. No. situation. He wasn't a degenerate gambler because he complained yeah. about the degenerates. He goes, <laughs> I go, Dad, why don't you just go up the block as an OTB? That's for degenerates. <laughs> I go, what? What? The OTB is for degenerates, but what you do isn't? That's right. I go, well, explain. <laughs> because. And then he'd start yelling that he had to explain yeah. something to me. He'd go, because I go for Flush air and the people and the horses to see the horses. The people who go to OTB stand there in a room. They're there just to gamble. I go, oh, okay. I guess because he was having a sardine sandwich outside, among people yeah. outside that he wasn't a degenerate. <laughs> Can you imagine because sitting near him? If they took away the gambling, there'd be nobody yeah. in that stadium either. <laughs> All I know, and then there was all this pressure. He'd fill out the fucking, like, he had his, his system, so he'd be scribbling shit on this little booklet you buy at the track. And, right. And then he, and then the window's about to close, and you go running up there. I, I have, they love when I come to the window. I have all my butts in place, uh, and they know right away. You see some of these nutnecks who come to the window. They don't, uh, they don't even know what they're doing. Dad, so he was about the, the betting as he was about the restaurant. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everything had to ordering. be right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you go to the window, you have your money out. Yeah, you know who you're betting on. You say it clear. You speak clearly to the attendant. <laughs> I just know there were a lot of people who annoyed him. Like, especially like fans of mine would come by and, mm. you know, he was recognizable in the, hey, Mr. Stern. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now his his fun was ruined. Yeah. And then I'd say, like, what about these people say they have, like, they can look at a horse and if a horse goes to the bathroom, oh, they're idiots. <laughs> if the horse goes to the bathroom and if it, right before it races, it's that's moronic. You thought everyone <laughs> at the track was a moron. That there was some sort of science about how to bet on horses and. Well, then he should he have been doing. a millionaire if he mm. had this working system. Yeah, I can't tell you. Based on where I was living, I had a real feeling he had a problem. <laughs> I was living in one of the poorest neighborhoods on Long Island. Oh, you couldn't find a poorer neighborhood. You know, hey, I just wanted to say, maybe if you stop going to the track and save some of your money, we can get the fuck out of this hellhole we're in. <laughs> <laughs> Where I got to go to the worst school ever on Long Island. He had a to school. have his relaxation, Howard. I'll tell you what, horse racing ain't paying his medical bills right now. He's laying in the hospital all weekend. Uh, Full on batshit crazy, my old man. What an end. I tell you, I'm so depressed. I even, uh, I got an aide to go there and help him eat because uh, they had to sort of keep his hands, uh, I don't know, wrapped up in some kind of... what? Not tied, but they, he well, keeps ripping out his IV. They put an right, IV and he rips it out and there's blood everywhere. The patient, yeah. Yeah, well, they do it kind of like, not like tying you down, but they, like, I don't know. I think they put mitts or gloves on you. And this, oh, is that right? Cause when, yeah. when I was in the hospital, we tied you down. <laughs> yeah, they don't do that. <laughs> Let's put it this way. If my dad was a horse, they would have shot him already. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's true. He's full on. Can't delusion. have a batshit crazy horse, obviously. <laughs> no. We saw that at the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> I was talking to my mom for Mother's Day yesterday, and she didn't even ask about him. Like, she's, uh, she was just she's like, done you know, with him. What? <laughs> I don't know. You know, my mom had stopped. My mom was a real, it's really weird with my parents. One of them's like almost dying, and then the other one's doing fine. My dad was doing fine. And my mother was almost dead. We were ready to like call him funeral homes. We thought she was checking out. Right. And then the next thing you know, she's like hunky dory now. I think what she had was long term COVID and was having all kind of um it's a really weird thing with this long term COVID. She got COVID and then she had pain everywhere. They couldn't figure out what the, they said there's nothing in there. And uh she had this long term pain and brain fog and all this other stuff that you read about. And I guess for a couple of months, by putting her on all kinds of, you know, doping her up, she got through that because she wanted to die. She was like, kill me. I want to die. God has to take me. And then all of a sudden that lifted. And now she's eating again. She's got, I, I mean, we were talking for like 45 minutes. My mom wasn't even talking. Really? It was crazy because, you know, it, it's just weird. She got her hair done. Got a nice yeah, she haircut. wasn't even getting out of bed. Yeah, I didn't have the heart to tell. I was so glad she got her hair done, but I, I didn't have the heart to tell her that her hair looked better when it was all messy and like long <laughs> and like she had like like whatever when when she was dying, her hair actually looked pretty good. <laughs> and then she went and got a haircut, and now she looks like a dude. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> well, she probably wanted it short, so it's easy to take care of. It's easy to maintain. Okay, yeah, well, <laughs> try looking like a lady. Stop it. You know, it. Some, of, some of these old women, what they do to them at the beauty salon, you know, Jesus Christ. 
they, they give them, they give, you see, they give them haircuts like dudes. It's not you know the beauty I mean? salon. They should change that name, right? Yeah. It's like the D, the unbeauty salon or the <laughs> debeautify, debeautification salon where you go to look like a dude. They think because a woman's old, I got to cut her hair like, like a, in a manly way or something, like a little short. Well, again, um, it is harder maybe for some of these older women to wash and maintain their hair if yeah. it's longer. That's your reward for a long life. They give you a haircut like a dude. Look, the guys are looking like women, too. Let's not forget. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, let's put it this way. How about this for a statement? When you get real old, nobody leaves this planet fuckable. You never say, geez, what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> not even Brad Pitt. <laughs> uh, I like looking at Johnny Depp now on TV. He looks like a bloated fucking mess. Huh? I know. So it's great. like, that's Johnny Depp? Yeah, I got a feeling I, I'm i almost as fuckable as Johnny Depp. Maybe not as fuckable, <laughs> but almost as fuckable. It would yeah, be a race know. if you two went to a nightclub and yeah. tried to pick up women. I love the fact that I'm reading that Johnny, it was Johnny Depp's idea to put this trial on, uh, on TV. He thought it was yes, do him he fought good. for it. Yeah. It wasn't just a, an idea. She didn't want it. He fought for it. He must really be nuts. Yeah. Like she didn't even want it on TV. He wanted it on TV. He felt it would benefit him. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's not benefiting <laughs> either of them. They should just drop the whole thing. <laughs> Ay, ay, ay. What an embarrassment, huh? Yeah, I mean, they both should just go home and hide for a while so we forget what we just saw and heard. Your, your honor, she, she dropped a grumpy turd on my bed. Like, how uh, could you even think that would be something people would feel good about? And isn't it great how, like, one of the world's greatest actors can barely form a sentence? Like, he's like, oh, uh, uh, uh. And the sentence becomes like a half hour long. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, no wonder you're hot. You'd bore women to death. It's really a classic case of like, I sit there and I go, yeah, good looking dudes don't have to develop a personality. Chicks just want to fuck them. Well, even when you read her, her account of the love story, yeah. they were doing this movie together <laughs> and you're supposed to have fake kisses, right? Yeah. And he just jammed his tongue I'm into a method her actor. mouth. Yeah, I kind of, uh, I subscribe to the same uh, acting method when I'm really? in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> any woman on set I want to make out with. I do it real. Um, yeah, Mother's Day was like, so now my mom's, my dad's in the hospital for Mother's Day. So I'm talking to her. And uh, Beth and I had sent her some egg drop soup. My mother's so weird. I say, Mom. The place I got her in has great food. She doesn't want that food. She wants different food. So we got a, a DoorDash account. And we said we started sending over other food from restaurants to her. I don't want that food. I'm a grown woman. Stop sending food. Well, how is she supposed to eat? I don't know. She says, if I want something, don't worry. I'll tell you. So I'm like, the woman's down to oh, 75 Lord. fucking pounds. So I'm like, I'm sending over shit. Otherwise, it's like, well, what is she going to eat? So, uh, so yesterday, no, not yesterday, Friday or Saturday, it was Saturday. My, my 
daughter Ashley was over and she says, uh, Grandma, what do you want to eat? So they, they got, she wanted egg drop soup from the Chinese restaurant. She plays a game. You go, do you want anything? No. Well, we're going to get Chinese food. You want? What are you getting? You have to tell her you're getting something. Right, right. What are you getting? Oh, we're getting uh, chicken chow mein. Oh, well, if you're getting so I'll have egg drops. <laughs> so uh, we send over egg drop soup. She starts eating it like she don't even use a spoon. She she threw the spoon down and started like slurping it like it was um, like a dog, like, you know, out of a bowl. Wow. I'm like, Mom, she drank two bowls of egg drop soup. And she didn't want anything. Then on Mother's Day, I go, Mom, you're my mother. Happy Mother's Day. Yesterday, I had egg drop soup. I go, Mom, I know. I sent you the fucking egg drop soup. <laughs> we had egg drop soup with Ashley. I go, I know. I bought it. I never get credit. I oh got you God. the so egg drop <laughs> soup. I know that. It was delicious egg drop soup. I go, do you want more egg drop soup? No. I had it already. I go, but maybe you want more? No. She starts yelling at me. Well, you say your dad is the angriest person you've ever met. I don't know. My, they oh they two are very angry. Well, no wonder I shake when I'm when I when I'm awake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a miracle I'm alive. It's just it's like it's like what am I doing here? Am I committing a crime? I'm trying to get you more egg drop soup. If I want it, I'll let you know. But she was slurping it out of the bowl like a hungry yes. dog. That's and I'm crazy. like, well, good. You got to eat something. I mean, but and then, and then I hang up uh, the phone. I go to my wife. I can't take it anymore. I, I don't even want to call. And she doesn't even know you're sending it. She doesn't appreciate it. No, she doesn't she's thank like you. She's probably, no. probably still wondering when are you gonna do something for her. <laughs> Howard, you gotta hear this. A mystery benefactor sent us egg drop soup. <laughs> it landed out of the ceiling. I go, mom. I send it to, she goes, it comes to the door. It's unbelievable. Then meanwhile, I got my dad in the hospital to pulling out his IV, screaming to take his clothes off, wants to run around naked. I mean, uh, what a fucking nightmare I'm in. They got to find some medication to calm him the fuck down like that horse that was biting people. Yeah, they got to um, get that guy who was with the horse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'll fix him. <laughs> oh, my God. Then I like, I'm like, I better say something emotional. It's Mother's Day. I go, Mom, what? <laughs> uh, I just want you to know I love you and you were a wonderful. I always tell her she was a wonderful mother. Right. And, you know. In some ways, she was, I guess. Um, yeah, she must have had days, Howard. <laughs> she had some days. Like on the good days when she didn't tell me she was going up to her room to kill herself. I, uh, yeah. I, um, well, that was yeah. a great day. Yeah. You no, know, there were days that, you know, so I, I like, I want to cheer her up. But it always goes wrong. I'm like, like, you know, mom, I just want to say on Mother's Day, like me, I'm such a fucking asshole. I always have to sum up, you know, I'm always summing up. You know, Mom, I just want to say on Mother's Day how wonderful you are as a mother. You were the best. I did the best I could. Oh, no. 
I did. And then, then she starts going on for 10 minutes about her philosophy of parenting. Listen, with you kids, I didn't have any help. And I had to maintain the household for you and for your sister and your father. And I did the best I could. And I tried. I put dinner on the table. I, Mom, I'm telling you, I thought you were a good mother. And at least you had a mother. Oh. I never had a mother. <laughs> I know, Mom. I know. You went right to it. You went right back down that road. Oh, my God. I'm like, how the fuck do I get out of this phone call? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I got a whole nother year until I got to go through that. Yeah, before you get that again. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm always trying to make people feel good. I'm like, you know, you were such a wonderful mom and... Uh, and you, you know, and you, um, you know, mom, you were the one who told me I could be on the radio. If someone has to be on the radio, why not you? That's right. <laughs> I told you why not. And then she starts repeating again. And, yeah. You know, so it's like, but she's, you know, feisty again. And but I'm trying to make conversation. I mean, my mother and I have discussed everything there is to discuss. So like, even when I'm trying to be nice, it doesn't work out so great because I'm like, so my mother, I told you, has been watching. All of a sudden, she came back from the dead, and now she's watching um, Tattletales, the old TV oh, show. Yes, I don't know. She's, she woke up and saw Tattletales, and now that's her new thing. Yeah, and she was like on fire about it. She called Beth and said, "Please get a piece of paper and write down what I'm going to say." Beth, Beth thought she was dying and wanted to, to leave a message or something. And then she get, Beth gets the pen and is like, "Beth, I Beth." She goes, "Beth, I don't understand." I'm watching a show. I don't know the name. There's three different colors, and the audience gets prizes, and they have to guess what they're talking about. And it's uh, I I, I want to find out what time it's uh, so I like all of a sudden I said my mom is so into tattletales that that I you know so I'm on the phone with her and I go mom I hear you're uh, watching tattletales. She goes what. She can't hear now. She's stoned up. I go, I hear you watching the tattletales on TV. What am I supposed to watch? It was on, so I watched it. Oh boy. I go, I go, oh, I go, I'm just trying to make conversation, but now I'm getting yelled at. Oh my God. I go, well, it's unusual. You know what, it's what's what's funny about you is you're the greatest conversationalist yeah, in the world. Yeah, and yeah. you can't get a conversation going with your mom. Well, first of all, Robin, if you're on the phone with my mom, she can't hear. You have to hook her phone into a microphone and then she puts on headphones. Ah. It's like she's doing a radio show. And, like, <laughs> and she still she still can't hear shit. Oh, so really? I go, so I'm trying to think of like easy sentences she could understand. I can't believe you're watching Tattletales. You know, my, my throat is burning from yelling. I can't believe you're watching Tattletales. It's an old show. What do I care if it's an old show? He says, <laughs> it's on there and I watch it. And I'm like, holy fuck. Every time I try to start, I'm trying. I want to say to her, do you think I'm having fun now? 
<laughs> I, I'm trying to make conversation with you to keep you on the planet, to keep you going. Oh. She doesn't so bring what? up any topics, does she? She doesn't try to no, get a conversation no, no, going. No. No, I'm trying to think. No, I don't remember her saying. Well, she'll say to me, where are you now? You know, or, or so, I mean, you know. Um, Nothing that leads to anything, though. Yeah, like I, I was like I was searching for shit to talk about because I want my mom talking and I see she's talkative now. So uh, I saw my cat Grogu. On, uh-huh. there I go, Mom, would you like to see my cat? <laughs> what? You know, and I don't know that she has any feeling for animals. I go, I, you know, she never let me have a pet or anything. Right. She, yeah. Cats, all animals are filthy, dirty. They belong outside. You know, that was always her philosophy. She didn't want filthy, dirty. And they, they track in dirt. Like, I would have loved a little pet when I was a kid. Sure. And I'll end up, you want a pet? I'll end up taking care of it. You're not gonna, <laughs> two days you'll walk a dog and then I'll be taking care. I'm not taking care of a dog. All right, easy. I mean, um, oh. So I go, that's my cat, Grogu. They said he was going to die. You hear this, Mom? They said he was going to die after. What? And I'm like, oh, no. What am I doing? What am I doing? My throat is burning. You know, I'm worried about my voice. I got to talk on the I said. Now I'm caught in it. I said the cat, the, you wouldn't believe it. It's a miracle. Now what's a miracle? The cat was going to die. He was what? She was going to, he, huh? She, he, she was going to die. He, he is a he. He's a boy. This is the, you know, and I'm like, what happened with the cat? And she turns to my daughter. What happened? She needs an interpreter. What happened with the cat? Dad said he's gonna die. Your cat's gonna die? No, I said, <laughs> I said, I said, Mom, the cat was, they, we got, got him and he was, uh, he had a bad heart, but now he's alive. He's, he, love is, love is keeping him alive. Love, love, love is keeping him alive. That's done. <laughs> Are you exhausted you would, after that? Uh, Do you have to take a nap? The, oh my! I take I take a nap. I that's no <laughs> joke. I have to take a nap. <laughs> that's. Crazy. I said to Beth, "It's time for my nap." She goes, "I know." She knows I take a nap. <laughs> she goes, "I know you take a nap." I go, "My voice hurts." She goes, "I know." The, the cat love love cures everything, Mom. Why love is good. Love is good. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) You got to see what's going on. I need help so bad. I need, I need, I need something. Well, you're going to have to get somebody now. I mean, maybe you need to up your therapy because you Um, need some support during this whole thing with all that you're going through. Therapist said the same thing. He says to me, I would like to do a third day this week. I said, no. (laughs) <laughs> I go Why no not? third day. I go I 
I said, I'm tired of talking. I want to rest. <laughs> you don't have to yell at him. He can I, hear Oh, my you. God. Oh, you, and then he yells at me. You, you don't show enough emotion. Where's your emotion? You're angry. I go, I go I'm not angry. Why are you telling me I'm fucking angry? Grinding <laughs> <laughs> your teeth, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. I got everybody. Everyone. I said to my psychiatrist, I'm a happy man when I'm alone in a room, if I'm painting or playing chess or reading a book. I'd like to be alone. I want to be alone. He goes, no, you don't. Oh. You actually like people. I go, he goes, yeah. I go, I do? How do you know this? <laughs> Where, it seems what like I don't. What does he have? I, I don't have any. you like He's, people. <laughs> I said to him, what proof do you have? <laughs> what fucking proof do you have? Yeah, because you need it. You need proof. <laughs> oh, I was so stressed out yesterday. We, I tell you, my wife and I were watching movies. I won't even tell you the name of them because yeah, I'm so embarrassed. Well, I was going to thank these, you uh, because you, know. you actually gave me a good recommendation for what a was change. it? Two good recommendations. One was from. I started great? watching that. It's really good. Yeah, I love it. And then the other one was the new, the latest Spider-Man movie. Yeah, and I really haven't even watched good. it. I haven't even I seen it. I thought you, what? I saw the Batman, the Batman. You didn't see the Spider-Man movie yet? No, no, that wasn't me. I, I mean, yeah, that was me who wrecked. Yeah, I told you that. I have to get a little, <laughs> <laughs> I like some positive reinforcement. <laughs> no, I haven't even watched it yet. Oh, you you'd enjoy it. You will like it. You know, I got so many streaming services. I'd like to see it for free. Is it on there for free? You know, no, is it I part of rent a, it. Yeah, so I'm sick of that. I mean, and that, and you know what I did? I rented Batman, and I found out it was on HBO. I paid for yeah, it. I'm you so see pissed. Batman for free, yeah. and you paid for it. Yeah, I I'm still reeling from that. <laughs> Every time I uh, see that little box with Batman and I'm like, Howard paid for that. I'm so, I loved Batman. You know, the, with the Rob Pattinson Batman is so good. And with uh, the, the Zoe Kravitz, I loved it. And, uh, but now I see it, I fucking hate it because <laughs> I got bamboozled. You didn't get it for free. Yes. No, and it was literally for free. Well, you know, I, I buy, you I pay for HBO. HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah. Gumbags. I want my money back. <laughs> Can, is there a place you could call? Well, you know what's weird? And here's the fucking kicker to that story. I was on a plane, and I said, that's going to be my entertainment on the plane. Now, I had it downloaded that I paid for it. And I said, you know, I could download it on HBO Max and watch it, or I could download it on my Amazon. But I paid for 20 bucks for it on Amazon, so I should uh, watch you the one it. I bought. Right, oh. I bought it. Yeah. I'm watching it. The fucking thing craps out on Amazon. They go, sorry. It, it, and I downloaded it. You downloaded it? And yeah. it wasn't there? And it wasn't there. It crapped out oh, halfway wow. through. Those fuckers. So I ended up watching it on HBO Max anyway. <laughs> and he drives me. You know, Batman made over $700 million and it drives me crazy that $20 of that is mine. Uh, but it was, you already paid for it once. You yeah. paid for it twice. That's not That's fair. right. Yeah, that's not right. <laughs> makes me crazy. The world is against me. Yeah, so today, I don't know, you know, get off, being on the air is relaxing now because I uh, get off the air and then right away it's my dad and, uh, I, you know, 
They got to you know, find the right. I thought about that the other day. I said he's probably the best part of his day now is on the air. Yeah, and that's sad. Used to be the worst <laughs> part of my day. Because, uh, like, even someone said to me last night, I forget which doctor I was talking to, and the doctor says, uh, what time do you get off the radio so I can, uh, you know. Oh, he's already lining himself up to be your first yeah. call? Yeah, because, you know, decisions oh. have to be made. And I'm the, evidently, I'm the one in charge, somehow. You know, I'm the guy they turn to. Did you ever talk to your parents and they said, Howard, we want you to make all the decisions? Yeah, pretty much. My mom did. did. We thought okay. my, you know, when we thought my mom was dying, she goes, I want you to make the decisions. Now she's come back from the dead and now my dad is needing decisions. Can't she make some of these decisions? I'll tell you, the way my father treated me growing up, I wouldn't have chosen me to make the decisions. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But really, does you know, his wife should now step up and make these nah, decisions. Nah, she's, she didn't even in. ask. I'm talking to my mother yesterday, so I go, uh. By the way, uh, dad's in the hospital. Oh, how's he going? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Totally out he of touch. He can't come home. I go, uh, no. <laughs> they gotta get the right medicine in them. Oh, is that right? Okay. You know, she's busy watching Tattletales. She yeah, she's him. busy. No, she's checked out of that business. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> she's letting me take care of him. Doesn't want to be responsible. No, no, no. She's checked out. Don't tell him I... She didn't even like, like, tell him I love him. Right. Nothing. Yeah. She does, Can I talk to him? Nothing like that. No. She talks about him like he was a neighbor. <laughs> oh, didn't he live two doors down from us? No, that's your husband. <laughs> the one you used to run around the house making Rob Roy's for. Uh, I guess she's retired. Yeah, she's yeah, not yeah, doing yeah, like, anything I, for him anymore. Yeah, I remember when my mother stopped cooking. She told my father, I'm retired. We'll go out to dinner. <laughs> now she's retired from caring about him. I'm now his wife. <laughs> and he's in big trouble. Yeah, I believe me, I take better care of all of them than they did of themselves. Because I'm a sucker. No, you're I'm not a good, sucker. You just I'm a know good son. more than they did. And you have mm. a heart. Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> yeah, she was kind of checked out on my dad. Like, you know, she didn't even ask about him. I, I, yeah, you know, you he hasn't been there for a couple of days. You want to talk to his doctor or... No, you know, no. Talk to him. I got my own problems, Robin. <laughs> what channel is Tattletales? Unbelievable. <laughs> Tattletales of all the When I get old and I'm 90 fucking three sitting in a fucking bed looking like uh, death warmed over. If I'm slaying there watching Tattletales, there's a big problem. Although <laughs> you, you would have died yesterday. I mean, if I told you what Beth and I were watching on TV. We watch we watched the Netflix love movie that we'd already seen already. I didn't remember it. What? Oh, well, that's how that's how you can tell it. it's a bad movie. You had watched it already and didn't remember. Hey, I just want to make a couple of points. All right. First of all, I want to compliment our first lady, Jill Biden, who Doctor Jill Biden. Uh, you know, it just warmed my heart 
to see this woman go over to Ukraine and meet with her counterpart in Ukraine, Zelensky's wife, and talk to the people of Ukraine and say the United States supports you, we're with you. She doesn't have to do that. Anyway. Well, listen, it's a weird balancing game with this lunatic in Russia. This um, Putin is really off his fucking rocker. I don't know what he's doing, but he doesn't know what he's doing. But they're all afraid of him over there. No, you know, none, none of the uh, Russians are willing to end his uh, existence. So we're stuck with a maniac who's blowing up people's homes, killing babies, bombing schools and hospitals. This is a, a devastation that, uh, you know, knows no end. We've seen it throughout history, but here we are. We thought maybe we'd be past something like that. But uh, the, in the midst of this danger, our vice president, our president's wife uh, went over and visited. And I thought to myself, well, that's a first lady. That, that, that woman's classy. You think Melania would have done that? Uh, she would have worn a designer jacket that said, I don't give fuck. <laughs> uh, listen, it's just nice to know adults are there. And I'll tell you something else I did yesterday. I was reading, and oh, that woman Liz is on the phone from Michigan. I want to talk to her. She's the woman I was talking to, but uh, we had Cheryl Crow on. And, oh. And we, we ran out of time. Liz. That's right. I, I want to make a point about abortion. These motherfuckers are taking away something that, that already was settled. All of those guys, those those Trump-appointed Supreme Court people, all said they wouldn't touch Roe v. Wade. They all lied. Yeah, they all lied. They don't they have any lied. problem lying. Judges but if you go liars. to court and lie, they put you in jail. Not all judges are lawyers, liars. These ones are liars. They, no, I they, didn't um, say anybody, every lawyer was a liar. I just said they no, all lied. I said it. When they were asked that question. Right. Roe v. Wade anyway, is the law of the land. I'm reading in the paper yesterday. This New York Times, I'm going to say it again, is the greatest newspaper there ever was. And I'm sick and tired of people with the fake news and all this bullshit. I don't know where people get their information from, but they get it off the fucking um, the Facebook. New York Times, they wrote a comprehensive article about Ed Koch, Mayor Ed Koch of New York. This guy was the great, he was a great mayor. Ed Koch loved the job, really cared. He People in New York loved him. <clears throat> but they, it was a fascinating article. They wrote about the secret life of Ed Koch. He was a gay man. And, uh, you know, all the time, it was always hints that he was gay. It was always a rumor he was gay. But he stayed but closeted his whole life. But he always did the thing, life. you know, there were women sort of buzzing around that might have been and all that he stuff. Bess Meyerson, uh, was, yeah. for a while, when he was running for re-election, they would, uh, he would, she would walk around holding his hand. He was a closeted right. man, and it was, I was sad for him because he was such a great public servant. It was so nice having a guy who cared about New York in, in that office, who really tried hard to, and, and, and worked day and night. But when you read about his private life, he had a boyfriend here and there. And it was really a detailed account based on his inner circle who mm. finally talked about it. And I felt sad for the guy. And this is my whole point. Uh, gay rights are going to start to get eroded now with this new Supreme Court. The abortion's just the uh, tip of the iceberg. That's their number one. Number two is to get the gays. You're right. Gay and marriage. Next. <clears throat> next. And I'm going to tell you something. 
These religious zealots, that's what they are. They want to rule everyone's life. They say they want freedom, but they really don't. They want to be the Taliban. Only when it comes to masks and vaccines. That's right. If some reason they are against that. I, I don't even know what the logic is in not wearing a mask during a pandemic. I don't, I don't understand it. But, you know, reading about Ed Koch and the fact that he had to hide his sexuality and he never really could have a full-on relationship with a man. He had it in private for a while and then it would break up because he was nervous that it would be found out. But also being, got, you know, the being the hidden lover of someone is a, who's a, so prominent and so visible is very tough. Yeah. It was sad. And I felt for him, man, because, uh, you know, the guy gave a lot to New York. He was a good man. So, hey, let me talk to this Liz, because I was making the point the other day with this abortion. And Liz called us. We were talking, and I was curious, because she's a uh, foster care volunteer. And she was talking about, hey, Liz. Hey, hey, Howard. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. She was talking about... <laughs> There are so many unwanted kids. And I made the point yep. that these Supreme Court justices, this fucking, you know, Avanon, and the other one, the woman, I don't even know her name. I want to throw up from them. They, they are messing with people's lives because as, as Liz pointed out the other day, they got these, uh, unwanted kids everywhere. Now, there was something like, uh, I think in the United States, there's somewhere between 600 to 800,000 abortions a year. I hope I got that stat right. I don't want to fuck that up. But uh, how many abortions are there a year? Is it 60,000 or how many a year? I, let me hear. I, I wrote it down. I'll, I'll get it. Here it is. It's. Uh, hmm. I'm going to make a point. Forgive me for not having this at that, the tip of my tongue. Let me see here. Okay. The re, okay. Here That's it is. The, the, the estimated number of abortions per year in America is somewhere between 630,000 and 863,000. Mm. Okay. Can you imagine 630 to 863,000 children being born a year? Who are going to be put in the foster care system or in, in orphanages because the Supreme Court's not going to take care of them. Uh, Mitch McConnell's not going to take care of them. No one in the Republican Party is going to take care of them. Trump That's ain't going to no take care No one is going to take care of them. Trump won't give. Trump, I want to see his tax returns, though. I want to see how much money he gave to charity. He ain't going to give a dime toward them. Because even what's if it they're like? in some system... There's a lot of abuse. There's, you know, they're not those people's children. It's a and shit they're life. not taken care of. Yes. Well, here's a, here's a point. Imagine you're an 11 year old girl who gets raped. According to this Supreme Court, if you, I hate the word supreme. It should, what's the opposite of supreme, Robin? Uh, the lowest. Yeah, exactly. The lowest thing you can get. The, the scum. Scum, the, the scum, scum court. court. According yeah. to this <laughs> joke of a scum you. court, again, I don't know their game plan in life, but uh, according to them, it's just beautiful to be born into a, a loveless world. Uh, so 
you know, imagine you're an 11 year old girl and you're raped. See, this is the reality. They're forcing an 11 year old to have that baby. That's the bottom line on this. Now, they have no exceptions. And it's going to be the law of the land. Okay, I'll give you another scenario because here you got to start thinking about it in reality. An atopic pregnancy occurs. What is an atopic pregnancy? It's a pregnancy that will never result in a baby, but it will kill the mother because the the, the baby goes. The, the baby is formed in the wrong fallopian tube. Don't ask me. What do I it know? It doesn't but, get to the where it's supposed to go. It's right. stuck in the tube and it doesn't go to the uterus. No abortion. Mother has to die. That's the fucking law of the land. And then you go to some of these uh, religious kooks and you go, well, what about an atopic pregnancy? It's God's will. And, and, and oh, I didn't realize that. You know, they, they don't realize anything. They just think it's a beautiful baby is going to be born. They think every baby is, you know, yeah. healthy and full term if they the pregnancy goes through and will come out perfectly. Yeah. Uh, multiple uh, birth defects. What do you want me to name? You want me to name? Uh, OK, I'll give you one. Mosaicism. What's that? It's a very rare type of uh, birth defect where if the child is born, it will last maybe a month or two. It will be completely deformed and, uh, and a ball of pain. The mother might die. The mother might not. It's 50-50, probably a little worse odds than that because the mother start turning green. According to our Supreme Court, no dice. You know? Atopic pregnancy, uh, you, you, I, I mean, I mean, uh, or, 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 or a kid, uh, has sex and, uh, you know, she can't tell her parents all, but jumps off, jumps out a window and kills herself. She can't see in it. She can't see a way out of it. So when Roe is overturned, this is what's going to be going on in our country. And by the way, yeah, and rich the, and you ladies. you just have to think about the beyond that. If Congress becomes majority Republican, it may be outlawed completely. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. If, if Roe is overturned, at least 20 states will immediately uh, make almost all abortions unlawful. Even in rape or incest, anything. It's crazy. It's but crazy. then Congress it's... could make it the law of the land. It, every state, that's uh, right, would be uh, abortion would be banned. Yeah. So Liz, tell me what it's like working in a foster care situation. How many kids do you see a day, and what's the situation? So there's at this particular home. It's a it's a group home, uh, and at any given day, there's be the, the max they take is about twenty. Right now, um, there's 15. It's all boys. They range in ages. Well, they, they take as early as five, but then they, they will age out ultimately somewhere around around 16 years old. So let me, uh, you know, what? You're, you're making it all sound even too nice. I'll tell you about group homes. Mm -hmm. I know something about this. I'm not going to go into how I know about it. But I know people who have been in group homes. Young girls. Uh, I'm thinking of one in particular. Gets me upset when I think about it. Getting the shit beaten out of her every fucking day. 
You might Every as well be in jail. It's the same you might as well. Lord of the Flies situation. Uh, a jail would be better because at least there's a couple of guards around when you're sure. getting fucked with. Every once yeah. in a while, maybe a guard will step in. But this is so bad, these group homes. It is such a nightmare that this one young lady was ready to kill herself. And, uh, well, I won't get into all the stories I know about group homes. Most people have their eyes shut about them. Just recently, I was reading, remember those kids that were imprisoned uh, by their parents and starved? And so even when the 20-year-olds walked out, they looked like they were 8 or 10 yeah. because yeah. they had been so abused. Well, they wound up in, the youngest ones wound up in a group home, and the group home leaders abused them too. Yeah, unbelievable story. Yeah. So That's Liz, kind of taken care of there is out there. To go ahead with your story. So yeah, it's it's this one's it, it's it, it is a nice home, but but the fact of the matter is is that you know the majority of kids are unwanted. It, it, it's just a fact, and it's very sad. Um, some will get returned to their homes, some will go to other foster homes, but these homes are are broken. They're there for a reason, and these parents are just not equipped. Um, no, and 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 you take a sensitive, you know, if a kid isn't a tough guy. Or mm -hmm. a tough girl, forget it. You get eaten up like roadkill. I mean, that's what you come out of these group homes like. And if you if you mm -hmm. survive them, you got so many fucking problems. I don't know how you can function in this world. It's uh, see, I don't think you can. I just I, no. and and so I looked at the numbers yesterday. There's in Michigan. There's thirteen thousand kids in the foster system now. The, these are you know teenagers, twelve year olds. Who who's going to take them? Who wants the 12-year-old that has maybe a little brain damage that was abused mentally? No one wants it. My daughter, one no of my one. daughters, one of my daughters um, worked in the foster care system for many years, um, uh, mostly with the Hispanic population because she speaks Spanish. And uh, she, she would tell me the stories of kids and what was going on in families. She would try to find one family member. That would step in and maybe form a relationship with one of these kids. And let me tell you something. It was really hard. And, you know, she was like, oh, they need this kind of legislation and that kind of legislation. I said, she goes, nobody cares. And, um. Yeah, yeah no, the legislation we're getting is go have these babies anyway. Yeah, yeah it's really, it's just, it's really bad. That's why I wanted to get Liz back on the phone, and I really wanted to talk about this issue. Excuse me for a minute. Uh, all right, with an opposing viewpoint is uh, Senator Mitch McConnell. I do have to allow other, uh, yes, Mr., uh, yes, Senator. Jeez, uh, I mean, are you, are you ever going to stop whining? I mean, you make me want to abort my eardrums. Jesus Christ, you are bored you, today. Don't you think You are bored. But don't you think this is an important, don't you, even you, even though you're, you're probably single-handedly most responsible for this new uh, abortion ban that's going to happen. <laughs> There's nothing funny about it. No, it's just, it's, it's the same thing from you people all the time. Every day, it's like, if it's a rerun or a new show, I mean, get over it. I get it. You, listen, you love condoms. Is it really so? Hard to wear a condom if you don't want to get a woman pregnant? What's the big deal? What is the big deal? I mean, get over it. 
You can't, you can't be serious, can you? Have you ever you, noticed, Howard, that most women who are pro-abortion are uh, they're very ugly? I don't know what that is. I've been studying that. They don't look uh, too great to me. Well, you know, you're you're a family man. Don't you care about any? I mean, you have kids and you have a wife, right? You have a lovely yeah. wife. No, we care? made we made a decision. We made a responsible adult decision, and I trust when the you American could finally people. find some woman to sleep with you, you made an adult decision. Uh, excuse well, me, I'm talking. Well, the men are talking here, uh, Robin. That you are being. What, I know there's one man in this conversation. What are you? Which one? Oh, you thank you, Robin. Listen, <laughs> have you ever seen the movie Annie? I mean, those orphanages seem like a lot of fun for what that's just singing and dancing. That's a hard out life for us, uh, but they they're happy the children. All right. Right. Well, thank you. Uh, that was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Liz. Hey, I won't Howard. keep you. In. Yes. Well, I wanted to just say I was thinking about one. You know, there there was a story that I thought of over the weekend where there was a two brothers in this home. This was a few years back. And uh, one of the younger one had, I don't know, speech impediment, maybe a little something up with his mind. I don't know. But anyway, the older one was, was decent. And uh, the parents literally said, we'll take him back, but, but not, not the younger one. And they left him. Then I came wow. back. Uh, yeah. I mean, I came back and the boy, the younger one was taken out of the home. I do believe he tried to commit suicide. This is at a really young age. And then um, he was brought back to the home five, you know, three years later, whatever it is. But but that's what parents do. And um, yeah, they're the I, worst. I you know, it's are. funny. My, and, my wife and I are involved in all this animal rescue and we see how people treat like their dogs and cats. They, they just move away and leave them and all that. I go, yep. imagine these people as parents. And sure enough, they're the same way. You know oh, what I mean? Absolutely. They, just, they yeah. dump them off. And uh, that's it. So, all right, Liz. I, I won't well, keep you any Howard. longer. It's all so no, depressing. No, no, you can keep me forever. Thank you for um, making Thanks. me laugh for so many years. You're 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 the greatest. So keep right. keep spreading the message. Thank you. That would be my luck if I had a brother. My parents put me in a orphanage. <laughs> I know my brother would get adopted, and I'd have to be stuck in there. I'm so you know, people look at me and don't think. Let's bring this guy into the house. Well, you know, Howard, uh, in in mm. my family. I knew that the foster care system would be worse, so I had to keep that going. I couldn't destroy yeah. <laughs> that family because what was waiting for me outside was worse. Yeah. Here's a this is a clip from 2016. Uh, Matt was at a pro life rally, and we asked people if they ever adopted a kid. So I, I like to play this when I talk about. Would you it. be willing to adopt a baby in order to keep it from being aborted? Oh, absolutely. Yes. We absolutely. have six children of our own, and if we had the opportunity to adopt children or foster children, yes, we certainly would. No, no question. So, have you adopted? No, we have six children, biological children. But if the opportunity came along, what do you mean the opportunity? If, if, if there were adoptable babies, uh, you should check out the adoption agencies. There's not a lot of babies that we, they would even offer to my wife and I because there's just not as many around. We'll get you one. We can get you one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe if the stork dropped a baby at our doorstop, we would uh, take if it If we had the opportunity. They, yeah, like I'll... these opportunities are not <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. So the abortion debate, I can't even believe it's raging on now. And by the way, I do want to mention that men have no idea how women's bodies worked and 
now a bunch of guys are determining whether or not women can handle the bodies the way they want to. I'm going to play you some tape. This is the greatest. This is the uh, LPGA uh, uh, championship last week. Golf Channel asked professional, gol- professional golfer Lydia Ko why she needed physical therapy during the final round. She said, well, my back gets tight during my period. The fucking announcer was rendered speechless. He didn't yeah, know what, what did he do. He go. wanted to just shut yeah. down the whole broadcast, right? Yeah, listen to it. You asked for Chris Wicker to come out and give you a little physical therapy as well. Is that a concern moving forward? Um, I hope not. Um, it's that time of the month. I know the ladies watching <laughs> are probably like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> so um, when that happens, uh, I my back gets really tight and I'm all twisted. And it's not the first time that Chris has uh, seen me twisted. Um, but it felt a lot better after he came. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Uh, thanks. <laughs> I know you're lost for words, Jerry. Yeah, you know, here's asshole. the crazy thing. Yeah, here's the crazy <laughs> thing. If men had periods, it would be a whole different story. It would actually you'd be get part of off. the story. <laughs> well, you'd get you'd get the announcer go, listen, um, you know, the Knicks are playing tonight. I want you to know two of their pl- players are on their period. That's right. And uh, that's going to affect the game tonight because we know their backs get tight during the uh, their period. And it, that it, would affect the betting line and everything. <laughs> if there were boxing matches, they'd be like, Mike Tyson's having his period, so they've delayed the <laughs> boxing match. They want him at top. Everything about periods would be discussed. We'd know everything about periods. But because women bleed, we literally don't know fucking shit about it. And it's never discussed. And here, this woman, she's great. She goes, you know, I was having my period, and and, I, and it's hard for me to play. Yeah, my back is tight. tight. And this guy's like, okay, like 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 she just brought Thank up. You. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if men had periods, they talk about periods like farts. They they would what be was part. Wrong with anything she said. Why is he so uncomfortable? If you were betting on football, and you found out. Six of the players were on their period that month. They'd even put that in the stat. You know, Tom Brady is on his period today. Really? Brady's well, on his period? you know, period? I watch women's tennis, you know, and some days those girls come out, they look great. Other mm-hmm. days, they can't hit a ball. What's going on? Nobody ever tells us. Yep. Well, if something's wrong with a guy, you. they'll say, you know he's it. got blisters. He's got this. He's got Oh, that. when a guy... When a guy bleeds, here's uh, Kurt Schilling's bloody sock mention. This is, um, the, when a guy bleeds, it's part of the story. The story with Schilling, the ruptured sheath around the peroneal tendon, his right ankle. A lot of talk about him wearing high tops, and they found the right type shoes for Schilling to pitch with. And the story is he's not pitching with him, as Al showed us out in the bullpen. And the question is, is that the Marcane itself that they're shooting into that ankle or blood from the shots? But like a scene from The Natural, Schilling climbs the mound and prepares to take on this Yankee lineup. Uh, and when, and he's when a, a hero overcome. He's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's no wonder we have people proposing crazy abortion bans. Nobody even knows how a woman's body works. Remember when that uh, guy, his name is um, 
uh, he's a lawmaker, Missouri Representative Todd Aiken. He said a woman couldn't get pregnant from a legitimate rape. This is what I mean right. is going yeah. on. First of all, from what I understand from doctors, that's really rare. If it's a legitimate rape, uh, the female body has ways to try to shut that whole thing down. Sure it does. Sure. It knows semen from a scumbag rapist. Right. Yeah, that's not you my know. husband. Don't impregnate me. <laughs> yeah. The body knows, Robin. From what they tell if me. If it's legitimate rape, you know, that these women aren't being raped even. And then if you really want to keep it dumb, um, what's her name? The judge, Judge Piero on uh, Fox News. She oh, gets on, there, on, on the news and says that there are 63 million abortions a year in America. 63 million abortions 63 a year in million? America. Yeah, I told you, it's about 630,000 a year. Yeah. How'd she get 63 million? Well, there's only 64 million women of childbearing age in America. So if Janine was right, that means every single one of them had an abortion last That's year. That's right. Yeah. That's uh, you just news. go to some place and say, I'm here for my abortion because we got to keep the numbers up. <laughs> my stats that I have are that there are 63 million abortions a year in this country. Oh. <laughs> my Those stats. are the stats oh. that I heard. That five That's more minutes a little too this. much. I got yeah. It's too many too abortions. Much for you. <laughs> yeah. She's sitting in her ivory tower worried about how many abortions there are. That's too many. 630 million abortions a year. Well, yeah. For my money, it, that's too many. It's statistically impossible. You know, we, we did a little, we, we did our own research on the internet and we found out 630 million abortions would be a mountain of fetuses. A mountain of fetuses. Uh, you could you could you could build a bill an office building with all those fetuses. We just found out that they offer a free abortion at, at, at Jiffy Lube if you buy <laughs> a. Uh, this is ridiculous. I got to start making up my own stats. Like my penis is nine inches long, according to my stats. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah according it, to my by ruler. my measurements. <laughs> I mean, she's on the news and she's and, you know, you just get your news from there. You're like, Jesus Christ, you go to well, the, the look office who party she's talking to. There's a bunch of people out there going, oh, there's six. What? Six million abortions. I don't even know. What did she say? Sixty three million abortions. That's right, honey. Oh, hey, Judge Janine, how are you? Did I say sixty three million? I meant yes. sixty three billion with a fee. <laughs> the stats don't lie. Let me tell you. Oh, just laugh all you want. You think this is funny? Huh? Well, I think well, you're first funny. of all, you have to get your <laughs> oh. stats right. There's six hundred thirty thousand a year. Oh, please. I've got other stats that'll blow your mind. My stats show an army of four trillion immigrant rapists marching towards our border right now. And sit there doing nothing please ridiculous these are certified ra rapists they have the credentials you think that's funny robin did you know there are now more mexicans in the united states than actual americans hmm? well did you know the whole state of oklahoma got abortions last week in one week i believe it and you'll think that's bad my stats show that percent of the Americans left in this country are trans. Horrible. Are trans? Please. <laughs> That's right. right. Thank you, Janine. There she is. She doesn't She's shut amazing. up. That's right. I think trans would make a better America.
Yeah, it's all fucked up, man. What am I going to tell you? You see that, uh, eh, who cares? That congressman who was face fucking some dude or looked like he wasn't. Eh, I'm not even going to get into it. I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> hey, Renee, you're on the air. What's happening, Renee, in Pennsylvania? Hi, Howard. You're talking about the group homes with the foster care and stuff, but you forget about the kids that are going to be not jumped into foster care and be forced to be kept with these parents that don't want them. Yeah. I was born. I was born in '73 before abortion was legal, and my parents wanted to uh, put me up for adoption, have an abortion, and I was forced to be kept with her, and it was hell. We're mm. forgetting about all those kids that are going to be kept in a, and just abused. How bad was your life? Uh, it was mommy dearest without the money. Oh, great. Yeah, it at least horrible. Mommy Dearest, you knew there was some cash around. You could get some nice there, stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was, you got I was nice clothes, by, yeah. <laughs> Barely. We were raised on welfare. I was I was molested by boyfriends that came in and out of the house. We were in a foster care, and the foster cares we were in were bad, mm. but then they put us back with our parents, who was worse. Mm. It's, you, it's, I feel so bad. Every day you turn on the news and you see about parents that are being prosecuted for killing their kids, and then we're going to put more kids into the hands of people that don't want them? I don't know, man. I, I see it all so clearly, but I guess there's an opposing view somehow and that I just can't explain. I just don't get well, it. Well, the opposing view only has to do with somebody's religion that they want to impose on somebody else's, somebody else's yeah. life. Exactly. But, and they forget about these poor, innocent children that they're trying to save from the, I get we don't want to have abortions, but do you just want to see these children suffer and be beaten and abused and then they turn into criminals in their in their adult life? Yeah, once they save them, I think that God is supposed to take care of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, God wants them here. The ones we have yeah. so far. Yeah. You mean their imaginary friend you. in the sky? Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. All right, Renee. Thanks. Exactly. Thank you. Good point. I might as well play these. This is the same anti-abortion rally Mamet went to. Women opposed to abortion in cases of rape and incest. This is always fun to listen to. This is a question that gets asked a lot. Would you allow abortion in a case of rape or incest? No, because that child is not a fault. And I know many people who were raped and had their children. And actually, these children were the source of happiness for them. No, you don't. You don't know she anyone. knows all these people who were raped. <laughs> she has a whole raped community. And all yeah, of them are weird. very happy they kept their children. All of my friends have been raped and they love their children. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how I, I love how they, they where I, I would like her to introduce me to one of them. I know people. many people, many people. She, in fact, before she got raped, she was very unhappy. But now she is very happy. You <laughs> <laughs> liar. Liar. How do you argue with that? You're lying. <laughs> uh, uh. it's unbelievable my friend was raped by her uncle she had the baby and the rape baby that's what we call her the rape baby just graduated from harvard top of his <laughs> class <laughs> and really. my friend and her uncle were there to see her graduate it was wonderful. And now they're ha my friend was very sad. Used to be on antidepressants. But once she got raped, she was so happy. Rape is like a fun surprise. And uh, she loved it. She didn't love the rape, but the baby she loved so much. But this baby is a source of happiness. Do you know our president, Joe Biden, was a rape baby? 
Yes. <laughs> Great babies you. always do so well. <laughs> yes, they always are successful. They grow up very, very successful. Uh, yeah. I, I got a statistic that says most rape babies probably grow up and rob your house. <laughs> That's right. Or rape you. You know, did you realize that a rape baby found the cure for COVID and came up with the vaccine? And right now, there are two rape babies working on a cure for cancer, and they are this close. <laughs> really? Yes. This is why all rape babies must be born. Yeah. The cure for cancer will come from a rape Is baby. in the hands of rape babies. Yes, rape baby. We know several. In fact, now I think about it, I don't know any women who haven't been raped and had the baby. <laughs> and <laughs> are not like, happy. <laughs> yes, and, and all are happy. It's a blessing. Yes, rape baby. Very good, very good. Jesus she knows so many women who have been raped and have a wonderful baby. Yes. I have a prediction to make. What is that? A rape baby will invent a flying car. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and the only baby we know that wasn't a rape baby was Hitler. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Oh, Hitler was the product of love. He was the product. In fact, if you are not, if your father has not raped your mother, you're probably going to end up a disaster in life. Putin, his father loved his mother so much. He was not a rape baby. Nine. Here's a statistic: ninety-five percent of my friends have been raped and enjoyed having their baby. Uh, do you know that Batman and Superman? We're both rape babies. Really? <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know that. Know. So the, the theoretical question, you know, in cases of rape or incest. One more abuse on a woman because rape is an abuse. And then to tear a child from her womb is another abuse. Also, the unborn child shouldn't be shouldn't be killed for the crimes of the father. There you go. Hmm. That's right. If you are raped, especially by family members, be sure to have the baby because great things will come of this. That's right. Family reunions yeah. will be awesome. <laughs> they will be great. No one will know what to call anybody. <laughs> he's my uncle. He's my grandfather. And he's my brother. Thank you. Wow. We know people who have been raped by their relatives and they are so happy because they, they have to memorize few names for uncles and brothers. They're proud of it. You know, uh, no. they all announced this is my rape baby. That's right. <laughs> we love it. And you hear these dumb things like incest babies are stupid. No, they're very strong and have many, many brain cells. It's actually more, the opposite. More brain cells. That's right. Than the average guy. <laughs> hey, hey. I actually taped the uh, e-network. They covered the Met Gala. That's where the oh, women yeah. get dressed up in kooky outfits. And they're so well, happy. the men, too. I mean, remember men that too. guy who looked like a vagina? Yeah. <laughs> Do I remember? I fucked him. <laughs> I fucked his outfit. <laughs> I fucked him. But uh, 
I was fascinated. There was a woman who came out on the red carpet, and she had on a um, a gown that had a train yeah. on it. Like, you know, like like this fucking huge red outfit. I wish I knew this. It celebrity. needed a team to carry, you know, for her to be able to walk the red carpet. Her name is Blake Lively. Is that a celebrity? Yeah, she Blake was the Lively? Host. Yes. Oh. Yes. She's the host of the... Who is she, she exactly? Was the, they appoint a host every year, and so she was the host of the Met Gala this year. What show is she on, Blake Lively? What was that show she was on? And then she's done Good-looking woman. Is she? I want to say she's married to um, uh, that Ryan guy. Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. Is oh, she, she is? I don't know. I never heard of her. I mean, I've heard of her name, but I don't know what she does. I know, I know the name Blake Lively, but I don't know what yeah, she does. She's but she's good looking. Movies, and she's I very see. pretty. She's married to Ryan Met- Reynolds, and she was in Gossip Girl. Okay, gotcha. Well, right. That is was she the a, show. Is she the product of rape, or is she just a loved <laughs> child? We'll she seems research. very successful. She seems very successful. So, according to uh, these these uh, uh, these anti-abortion people, she must have been. Anyway, I'm She's watching the Met Gala. She must be a rape baby, yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm a mess, so I'm not a rape baby. <laughs> I uh, So I'm watching this Met Gala, and Blake Lively comes out, and she's wearing a red gown, but she's got a gigantic, long, 50-foot train, red, like, uh, train. I guess that's the only word I could use for it, you know, and it's dragging yes, on the that's floor. that's what and, you call it. <laughs> but then the most outrageous thing happened. Four Asian dudes, they look like they, well, maybe one was like a white guy and then there was like three, I don't know. I, I, guys I didn't check like, out the ethnicity of the people that surrounded her. Well, I think maybe they were I Japanese boys. I just knew it was a bunch boys. of guys, yeah. You, oh, you saw this? There's oh, yeah. a bunch of dudes. They come running over to her to adjust her train while posing for pictures. And I'm like, wait a second. How does a dude get that job? <laughs> Who is like, I want to interview these guys. Call yeah, me nuts. Like, how do you get that job? Do you interview for that job? Do you, where do you apply? I want to, um, here, I'll show you a picture. Um, this is a freeze frame from it. Yes. See those guys? See, that's a white guy. Well, there's two yeah, white they, guys. That's a couple of white guys. That's an Asian guy. And that, yeah. I don't know what that guy is behind her shoulder. I can't see him. Yeah. Well, I was very uh, involved with trying to figure out. See, she's not even where, she's not the one in the red. I don't, I don't remember who the one in the red, but no, that's, that's the several, same dress as Howard. Yeah. That's she, a, they pulled the dress, uh, they did a costume change on the red carpet. That yes. was the whole point. They unfurled the red dress and it turned into this, basically. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. You're seeing it after. <laughs> How do you get a job like that? I mean, that seems kind of fun. Like to, although well, it's sort of humiliating to be a man and have to sit there and pull down her dress and make sure her <laughs> I, train is. I think they're assistants to the designers. Um, oh, probably. And, and, yeah, and they right. go along, you know, they wait until their moment on the red carpet and then they do this whole. I, I mean, yes. I don't knock anyone's work, but I got to tell you, and there aren't many jobs I haven't done. I've worked in <laughs> kitchens and plumbing supply houses. Don't ask. <laughs> I mean, I've I've done it all, but I don't know. As a man, I'd have a hard time, like, adjusting Blake Lively's train. 
Well, I would like to uh, talk to these dudes, find out how you get that job. What does it pay? <laughs> you know? Well, they yeah. probably you know what, JD? had something to do with the construction <laughs> of the dress. And then all, all, all I got to say, J.D., is that dishwashing had way more dignity than that. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Well, sometimes it's the actual designers, you know, for like oh. someone like Blake Lively who's hosting or on the chair or whatever that year or, you know, like say Kim Kardashian, usually like the bigger celebrities who want to put on some sort of show on that red carpet, the designers will come out and then that uh, they'll do a whole show with their fucking dresses. So Yeah. Cool. That's what goes on. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, wow. I said to Beth, look at this dude's job. <laughs> hold the train. Like, unfurl it, make sure it's nice and flat. But they wow, also she's... pulled away the other train and yeah. all the other garb yep. she was wearing to reveal that dress. I hate It the was much more humiliating <laughs> than just carrying the train. <laughs> they had to unveil new gloves. They had to unveil yep. all this stuff. Yeah, I'm laying in bed with my wife, and she goes, you know, I think it's so beautiful. My wife loves fashion, and she was oh, like, course, I think it's yeah. beautiful and all that. And I said, fuck that. She goes, I wouldn't mind going to the Met Gala. I go, hey, <laughs> I'm not going to be invented. I'm, I'm not I, friends with Anna Wintour. <laughs> I, did, I was shocked that you've never wound up there. Yeah, I wouldn't do well there. People don't invite <laughs> me to stuff like that. People think I'm an animal. So. <laughs> but I can behave. You I mean, I'd like to do it. Something that looks like a vagina. You could wear yeah. that. Imagine I show up dressed as a vagina, and then people would be like, oh, that asshole. He's dressing disgusting. up like a vagina. <laughs> yeah, you know, figures he'd be a vagina. <laughs> there he is, fart man, vagina man. I'm vagina man. Who are you? I'm vagina man. I can open you up. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can fuck me now. I'm a vagina. <laughs> Or you show up with a speculum, you know, you go get a, uh, <laughs> yeah. a pelvic exam. I mean, on the one hand, I would like to be a hero to my wife because yeah. she would like enjoy wearing a special outfit and all that. She gets off on that. But Jesus Christ, I'm so glad I don't go and you know, invited to shit like that. It just seems so embarrassing. Like, but I know it's for the Met Metropolitan Museum and that's a great organization and I know they raise money, but. They even say, I've read things that Anna Wintour, the woman who throws it, is a kind of a dick, right? Isn't she, like, really nasty? Well, I don't know about, well, I think they, the devil the devil wears Prada is based off her. Sort of and, based uh, on her, yeah. And, yeah, she's not looked too <laughs> greatly in that. I've but never I, seen her smile. I'm like, this woman is supposed to be in love with fashion, loves her job. I've never seen her smile. Yes. Yeah, she but she's the, probably pissed off at fashion, too, because she's not... You know, she's not all that hot or something. Or right, she but she upset. now rules over every hot person. Yeah, yeah I, she rules think... over hot people. I would like to rule over every hot person. That would be <laughs> that would be karma for me. I mean, I deserve. I I've been rejected by every hot person. I I deserve to rule the hot people. Right. Uh, you know, but it's like, uh, you know, Anna Wintour. I hate to say it. She probably is just like really on top of her game. If she's been at that Vogue magazine this long and she's really kind of, um, you know, anybody who lasts a long time, she's probably just really good at her job and then people bad mouth her. Nobody she said she that. wasn't. I didn't say she was not good. No, at her I job. saw the I look in she your eye. Seem happy. <laughs> no, yeah, I see you over there playing pop psychologist. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just waiting I see to see you a over smile there. from all this, uh, you know, achievement and accomplishment. 
Yeah. But it's crazy. Like sometimes the women have an outfit like Billie Eilish. Like it was like a couple of years ago. They had to like put her in a sheet and walk her out of the hotel <laughs> into her car. So right. no one Why? saw what her outfit was before you the red carpet. You only reveal your, your outfit on yes. the red carpet. You can't be seen walking down the street <laughs> with it. Let me ask you something. The guy who went as a giant vagina, I'm kind of cur- I'm curious about that. Do, did they like his outfit? Was like that considered a great outfit? That was outfit? the one. Remember, you were saying, "What do you? How do you describe that?" You you showed a picture oh. of it the day we were talking about the Met Gala, and later I was like, "You know, it looked like a vagina." Right. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Yeah, to I don't me. remember that one. <laughs> so, like, if I if I went there with my wife and I dressed up as like a big giant tampon. I'd probably be considered the greatest fashionista of all time, right? Well, if it's the theme, sparkled, it sparkled, you know, it'll sparkle, sparkle. Well, also has to match the theme. What are you wearing? I'm a giant tampon. (laughs) I'm, I'm, uh, and on top of me there is my draping labias that uh, engulf me. Oh, you're a genius! Thank you. One, One woman came out. I think it was Cara Delevingne, the, the, one of the models. She came out and she took off her jacket and she was topless. Uh, no she kidding. Had like gold, she had like gold like on her boobs, but yeah, she was walking Did around. Did you see the boobs. nips? Uh, I think so. Uh, they were covered. Let me see that. They were covered yeah. with body the gold. Painted. I got to find If I went as a giant tampon, I'd hire those guys to like make a... Um, train of my tampon strings behind me right right and then they would adjust uh, wait my my handlers have to adjust my tampon string train (laughs) (laughs) there's one asian gentleman and three white guys (laughs) if anyone's tracking my outfit you got a picture of cara who yeah i think yeah someone's gonna put up here in a second yeah here we go there you go yes so they're covered (laughs) oh that's not good She took off her. Oh, that is kind of good, actually. Do you know what they did? They spray painted on her shirt. So, no, that's yeah. They, no, they there's a, like a, a something there, and then they spray painted the nips. Yeah, no, she's got pasties on her boobs. Which yeah. if her nipple, if her areolas are that big, it, that's the. Uh, I'll big tell you what. <laughs> I don't know who she is, but that is a good looking woman. Cara Del- Tele- uh, Cara is Delevingne. she a model? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, damn right she is. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Cara Delevingne. That's my girl. That's a good look with our titties out like that. That's insane. Oh yeah, that no, that is spray paint. Look at that. Look at her arm. They sprayed yeah. her nips. <laughs> they sure did. I'd like to spray um, JD's nip. Now there's a job. There's another job. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Who's the guy who sprayed down her nips? That's a job for me. Now that's a job the, I like. Put the pasties on. Yeah, nice looking woman. I like her. <laughs> Super gal. All right, thanks JD for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah, nice. JD made your day. JD's my boy. Gives me Woo. the titty pictures. <laughs> Love titties. Titties. Love women. Well, you're the Love. only one. Yep. Titties. Everybody titties. wants to tell women what to do. People used to say to me, what kind of man are you? You leg man, ass man? I said, I'm a vagina man. That's my favorite part. I love it. When yeah. I put my penis, the first time I ever put a penis in, I couldn't even believe, my penis was freaking out. 
<laughs> couldn't even like keep it in more than one second. So I'm finally in a vagina and I blew it. Boom. I had one Literally. of those big, thick, old-fashioned rubbers. Kind you didn't even feel anything, and it fucking came in a second. It's like a rug. <laughs> oh, my God. I was wearing like a rug on my penis. <laughs> I don't know. what You know, back in the day. Those you know, things these, were thick. I, yeah. I'm old. Yeah. You had, you had, when you put a rubber on, man, you, they made sure you didn't feel anything. <laughs> and I still came. I think it was the same shit they make the Goodyear tires out of. Yeah. it had some it had treads tread on. on it. <laughs> did it had deep treads <laughs> you left marks <laughs> yeah condoms now are great i use uh i got one that's uh, called skin s-k-y-n oh yeah super thin you don't even know you're wearing it i like thank god for condoms i come too fast as it is i need something to slow me down i'm an old bag <laughs> Fuck you, it's over in three seconds. No worries. You don't even know what hit you. I had a nice day yesterday. My wife gave me some sex, and then we just laid in bed and watched movies all day. What a fucking heavenly And you're not going to tell us what the movies are? Let me ask you something. I don't... Do I you have to watch that. these romantic movies and then have sex? Or do you... No. Have we uh, had sex before the movie. Well... Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't even know. It was like a, yeah, it was before the movie. No, I think. Okay. About yeah, yeah. But then you Probably. finish it off with a romantic movie. Yeah, we watched movies and cuddle. But the worst movies we watched, and even Beth said, "How are you, a man? I can't even believe you watch this shit." I go, "Well, you're watching the same shit." She goes, "I didn't like it." I go, "You loved it. I know when you don't like a movie." <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> we argue. That's so funny. Uh, I wish I had the names of these movies. They're so bad. One was some dude. He's, you know, it's always good looking people and they got all kind of problems. What the fuck? What? Let me ask Beth. Yeah, she might know she? the name. She'll know the plot. She'll know the name. Hi, then probably. you're not even watching. You don't remember the plot. Once I watch them, I don't remember. In fact, we watched this is one. This like goes, porn. You say the same yeah. thing about porn. We're watching one of these romantic movies. And my wife says, don't you know we saw this already? I go, I don't remember. it." <laughs> she goes, we saw this already. I said, well, I'm going to watch it again. You want to watch it with me? She goes, yeah, I'll watch it again. Oh, my God. This girl, she uh, goes to college. She got a boyfriend in high school. Noah. And uh, she go, she's a goody two-shoes. She goes to college, and she meets this bad dude. He's, um, but in all these romantic movies, the bad dudes, they're the most well-read. They're brilliant. They just don't apply themselves. Yeah, they're charming. Right. Erudite. But this guy, he's a bad guy. All the chicks want to fuck him. They love him. Turns out, he falls in love with this girl. He fucks her and everything. Turns out. He made a truth or dare bet with his friends that he could make this girl fall in love with him. And she, and now, but he, the, 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 it's terrible because he <laughs> falls really in love with her. And he says, I'm, that was before I used to be a scumbag. I'm a good guy now. I'm really in love with you. And she goes, fuck you. Your kiss turned me into a good guy. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, now I'm in love with you. And then, and then, and then, and then, 
Then we're watching this thing. And at the end, they go, Beth goes, you're not going to believe this. They made two more of these. Uh, it's a sequel and then another sequel. I go, this is the greatest so day of my life. he doesn't get the girl at the end of the movie? He gets her, but then there's a sequel where he loses her again and gets her again. <laughs> don't ask. And we're watching every one of these. I don't oh even know the name goodness. of this movie. It was some movie. And now we're wrapped up in all of them. <laughs> and then you got to watch every one. Yeah. I love it. And I love when they're good-looking people. Hallmark has the ugliest people. Hallmark, you're now declaring, has gone ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Once in a while, they have some good-looking people. But for the most part, I don't want to call out any names. Really? But I don't, I don't watch... names? I don't watch romantic movies to see people who look like me. <laughs> I'm looking to see Hollywood stars. Hey, uh, Hayden, you're on the air in South Carolina. Hi, Howard. Hi, Robin. It's a pleasure Hi. to meet you both. Pleasure. Uh, so I'm a criminology professor down here in South Carolina, and I have three nice. questions. Um, you're a professor, you huh? Professor, yeah. Too much, nice. too much time in, uh, in libraries and too much time studying inmates in prison. I'm a criminology guy. Cool. In other words... So, your profession is you study crime. Correct. What nice. are you trying to figure out? I know why well, people commit crime. Go ahead. They want uh, they want easy money. <laughs> I figured that but out. What are you trying to figure out? We know that. What, are, what is he trying to figure out? <laughs> Professor, what have you figured out about crime? <laughs> Well, my, my, my expertise is in mental health and crime, and um, this actually relates back to your discussion on abortion and group homes and foster care. Um, a lot of my research is on inmates who have been through the system, and um, where they end up, of course, is jail, prison, and in, in, in the criminal justice system mm. um, as a whole. <clears throat> so I have three questions for you and for the audience, and, and let's, see, let's see how you go on my little pop quiz. You ready? Oh, boy. All right. I'm not good on pop quiz. I flunked every one of them, but I'll try it. Go ahead. <laughs> so what per what percentage of American prisons and jails um, have inmates? So what, what percentage of inmates have a diagnosable mental health condition in our prisons uh, and jails? 93%. Robin? I'll say 85 Okay, the answer is actually diagnosable. Females are about 66%, males are about 33%. Is that um, all? But our three, well, that's Fake diagnosable. You've got <laughs> you, you to figure we don't have the services to diagnose everyone. Uh, uh, but our three, our three biggest mental health facilities right now are in the whole country are prisons and jails, and there's more people right. with mental illnesses incarcerated than non-incarcerated. Um, so we're at, we're operating as a default mental health system, and a lot of that does come from group homes, foster care. Uh, hey, professor, I don't mean to offend you, but I already went to college. I'm not looking to feel stupid again. <laughs> yeah, okay, and, well, and having us guess percentages, that's yeah. that's not a thing that people can do. What do you think? Where we, you, we're not reading about criminology. Where are you from, well, Australia? There is, yeah, I'm from Australia. And now you live here and you're a professor? Yeah, exactly. Hey, let me ask you a question. Do you like uh, that, that shrimp on the Barbie? 
<laughs> I suppose it's, it's Vegemite no you ask about. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, eat shrimp a, on the barbie? That's a made-up thing. Uh, that's a made-up thing, but I'll tell you something funny. I did have a, a buddy from Australia apply to the Outback Steakhouse and he didn't get the job. <laughs> 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 okay, I'll give you the answer to the other two, right? Because so, you don't oh, want to okay. do a pop question. I so mean, what are we doing of all here? Of, uh, I mean, let me hey, get to my point. I'm, I, all right, yeah. all right. I mean, uh, this Just fucking listen. guy. I mean, he's got a lot of information. I don't, I don't, I don't doubt it. But what do I know? All right, you well, go I'll ahead and quiz you. me. Well, no, I'm not a criminologist. No, he says he doesn't want to quiz us anymore because we're stupid. So uh, well, <laughs> yeah. I haven't studied for the test. <laughs> it's one thing to give me a test, but let me study for it. Well, this is about perceptions, and I'll tell you where it all comes home. Okay, so across the country, only about thirty percent of all inmates get a visit any time, any year. But right. all of the people we send to prison and jail, 95% of them come back into society. So 5% of them will die there, 95% come back. So what we deal with when I, when I do research in prison is exactly what you're talking about, unwanted populations. They don't get visits, and they all come back, and they usually come back with a lot of trauma. They hurt themselves, and they hurt other people in the community. Um, and we also now have correctional officers. And Howard, you got to stop. I feel like a, 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 a professor. I feel like I'm in college. I mean, like, okay. dude, I'm, I'm snoring through this. You're talking about abortion and the start of things. This is where it ends up. Right. Okay. Now you got to a good point. Yes. Saying, he was making that point all the time that these oh. are the unwanted babies that uh, are going to flood yeah. society. And here's what's going to happen to them. Jeez, right. I'm glad I didn't. Right. I'm glad I majored in communications and not the. Uh, not this, uh, what's the su subject again? Criminology. Criminology. Jeez, I would have, <laughs> yeah. that's a tough subject, man. I, I'm having a hard time focusing on all of this. <laughs> well, they, I like, they uh, go to prison. You know what I like? Professor, I like how you say trauma. Do you like that? Say it again. Trauma. Nice. Not yeah. You sound like well, Nicole Kidman, but a dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the big push now is trauma because we recognize that that's what's happening um, in these group homes, in these foster homes. And I, I deal with people who are very, uh, very mentally ill. They've got a lot of problems and you trace it back to the roots. And it's what you're talking about this morning. And that's why I call you know, it. I've got a crazy idea here. And by Go the way, I appreciate it. what you're saying because we got so many assholes who are against abortion. And your point is that all these yeah, these people wouldn't even spend any time. The anti-abortionists they wouldn't spend any time going to visit these people or taking them back into society no. when they get out of prison. Hell no, that's exactly right. Hey, you know, I'm listening to the accent. I'm thinking about your profession. You know that you're a professor. Am I crazy to think that you should be banging Robin? And maybe hook up with her. I think this might be a match. Man, I'm married. I'm married with kids. But she is a beautiful uh, woman. Shit. I I am imagining you with this accent, Robin with her accent. I do love an Australian accent. You know me uh, yeah. and the uh, the British Empire. Shit! I thought I had a husband here for you. You're married, <laughs> yeah. huh? You you would you attach yeah. to that wife, uh. or are you done with her? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a gynecologist, so that's uh, another. Too uh, bad. Keep her. Yeah. Keep her. Yeah. Too bad. You'd have yeah. the ride of your life with my Robin. <laughs> and, uh, I know. She's a beautiful creature, Robin. Well, she's not a creature, but uh, you're on the right track. <laughs> well, I, I, I speak the language of JB, so, you know, beautiful yes. creature is what we call it. Right. But, yeah, well, so that's, that's Robin, Robin wanted you to go down under. 
<laughs> Jump in my pussy. All right, right. I've got a, a slang for you. I'll see her map of Tassie. <laughs> All right, her thank what? you, uh, Professor. Jizz on my tits. <laughs> oh, Beth just texted Gary. The show I watched on Netflix is called After, and the sequel is called After We Collided, and now there's a third one we're going to be watching probably tonight and, um, after we and the one you finish watched American Idol. Yeah, go ahead. And the one you watched the day before is called Along for the Ride with Andy McDowell playing the mom. Yeah. What was the plot of that one again? Jesus, you want to see a movie. <clears throat> Along for the Ride. You would laugh about What are you at doing? You're, not, you're wasting your time. You can't even remember love these it. things. They make no impression on you. I got so much shit going on. When I watch these love movies, I love it. <laughs> Isn't it? I think, it it's about some, I think it's about some college girl who can't uh she's an insomniac so she can't sleep at night she meets some dude and they hang out at night and oh yeah 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 do Meanwhile, i'm watching this movie along for the ride and i love it and i said to beth you love it too and she goes no i don't she goes i can't even believe you love this movie i go are you kidding you're you fall asleep for bad movies that you don't like you're completely riveted to this movie why she are you stayed not awake through the whole thing yeah, I go, why are you not admitting you like the movie? She goes, I, I don't like the movie. I go, but you're watching it. You would have gotten up and left if you didn't like Along for the Ride. And she Yeah, goes, I've seen her walk she, out of good movies. Yeah, she will not admit that she likes Along for the Ride. And then she looked at me and she starts like taunting me going, I, I can't even believe my husband loves these movies. I go, I, I love them proudly. I know what I like, and I like romantic movies, and the shittier the best. I like these young kids falling in love. It makes yeah, me happy. Still, they always got to be like high school or college, yeah. right? She even goes, these kids are like high school. It's too young. I go, no, it's not. They're good-looking kids, and they're falling in love. Yeah, this one was great. This girl, she's not, you know, she's like a bookworm. I love this plot. She's not that hot. You know she's hot because she's wearing glasses and shit. But you know, and you know, and she's a goody two shoes and she's smart and she's on track to go to a great college. She's like fantastic. And you know, as soon as she takes off those glasses, they put her in some good outfit. She's going to be super hot. Well, she's sitting there reading a book and this, this dude who's really, you know, good looking. Yeah, I was going to say, what's his deal? He's good looking. <laughs> <laughs> this dude lives next door to her, except he's super rich, and she fantasizes about him because he's a Greek god, mm. and he fucks all the girls in town. So he's not a great guy. He's not a great guy. That always starts out he's not a great guy. Yeah. He fucks all these girls, but it turns out he's really super well. Well, he steals her internet. You know, he 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 gets her password. He hacks in and he's stealing her internet. She says, "Don't steal my internet." He goes, "I don't give a shit." And then they start to, like arguing about the internet, and then next thing you know, they're fucking, you know, in this torrid love affair. And he's a scumbag. After he fucks her, he starts watching Xbox, he's playing Xbox, and and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm done with you." Blah 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 blah. Then all of a sudden, he realizes he's in love with her. It's back and forth every minute. They're, they're, oh my they god, keep... what a nightmare! Yeah, and you watch I love every, it. every one of these movies has the same plot. And Beth is acting like she's above it all. 
but I know she loves it. Well, you gotta she hear does it. say that most of the time she loves it. I mean, she was, what was that uh, kissing booth? She loved those movies. Oh, I know. Along for the Ride was so good. How come these movies aren't ever nominated? That's no, 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 the no, no, no. They're good. They're good, bad movies. <laughs> I never saw the movie that won Best Picture, Coda, but I guarantee you this is way better. <laughs> and, and Beth and I, and Beth, I just wish, I just wish Beth would admit she loved it. Well, how's, how is she showing up for the sequels if she doesn't love it? Well, this one doesn't have a sequel. The other one oh, has a sequel. I yeah. see. But she says she didn't like that one either. Yeah, I'll call her. I'm going to say, admit you love it. Just watch, she won't admit it. It's funny. Call her on my cell. Hello? Admit you love that movie, Along for the Ride. Tell her she's on the air. The one where he was yeah, yeah. Um, skateboarding. Yeah. That one. No, the oh, one. No, no, no. He was dirt biking. Remember? He's the bike rider. Right. The guy and his best friend died. That one. Yeah. And I loved it. And look how you know everything. Why don't you want it? But why don't you want to admit you love it, too? I love watching them with you. I don't know that I loved the actual. Okay, I loved it. Yeah. I loved okay. it. I enjoyed Thank it. you. Yeah. Right. She did. Right. She did. I know she did. But, like, it's embarrassing. Finally, you broke her down. She yeah. came clean. It's embarrassing <laughs> to admit when you love one of these movies. But I'm, I've embraced it. I love it. It's almost as bad. Watch our, the third one of our... Um, after installment. <laughs> yeah, See, we're going to watch that. there for every uh, I forget what sequel. that one's called. The, the <laughs> one that we have to watch. So look at my... We're going to watch after the... Oh, after we fell. We yeah. will be watching today. Yeah, that's and the third one. And they're working on after ever, after ever Happy is the one that they're filming now. The fourth oh, my part. goodness. They're filming another one. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and we are excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is more embarrassing than your mom calling about tattletales. Oh this is just terrible. Yeah, I know. <laughs> JD put a new Hallmark movie on my list called Road Trip Romance. Uh oh. But I don't. I'm not that into Hallmark. You're not movies, just so I'm, much into Hallmark anymore. But JD, hey, I was going to order your mother you. um, egg drop soup. What do you think? Well, I don't know. She starts yelling. I, it, it's weird with her. But yeah, order her some egg drop soup. It let her yell. But she told us not to order anything unless... I know, but she loved it last weekend, this weekend. Yeah, get her some egg drop soup and then watch her freak out on us. All right. It's <laughs> kind of funny. the fried rice. She was mad at the fried rice. Why did you get me egg drop soup? I told you not to get it. Because, Mom, you like it. I didn't want it today. I had it already. She's gotten so angry. I know. Why is she so angry? She loves egg drop soup. She was drinking it out of the bowl like 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 a like 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 she wasn't even using a spoon. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm gonna order it for her. Yeah. All right. All right. We have a date. But wasn't yesterday the best day? Bang a clock and then we watched um Along for the Ride. I think we watched I, I no, we watched after and the sequel yesterday. The day before we watched Along for the Ride. It was fun, I thought. Yeah. We had a great weekend of really horrible, wonderful movies. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is? It helped relax me because I was so stressed out with my parents. I don't know how yeah. you have all this time. You tell me every t every minute. Maybe the doc the doctors the don't call I on the weekends. Weekend, love. 
On Sunday, we had time. For some reason, okay. there was a little break in the action. Okay. Yeah. All right. And you relaxed me sexually, too. You relaxed me, too. Really? Oh, come here, Yoda. Come here, Yoda. Yoda's here. What is he doing? He wants a belly rub. Cats love me. They do. They love you. I posted that video of you this morning playing with Grogo. It's very cute. Yeah, I had to get down to... uh... Hey, let me ask you something. Do you ever feel like you're in a lesbian relationship? I love romantic love movies. I don't watch sports. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I feel like I'm married to um, a, a teenage girl. You're right. <laughs> you like the, you like those movies more than I do. It's, I love it's, them. It's they- very... Yeah. It's shocking to me. I don't baffling. I don't understand how you like them, but you do. You love them. But as a woman, isn't it fun to have someone to watch love movies with? Oh my gosh, it's so fun. Yeah, I'm yeah. a great guy. An American, an American Idol. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we're down to the final seven, and two of them have COVID. Oh. Yeah, I'm trying to avoid reading who got um, eliminated last night. Do you know? No, I don't want to know yet. Yeah, me too. So Why you guys did, haven't um, seen last night's episode. You got to watch it tonight. Yeah, well, Beth is was one of those people that would like. She goes, I can't believe you watch American Idol. I'm not watching this. You, I'm just <laughs> going to go to sleep. And then meanwhile, then all of a sudden, now she's Miss American Idol every minute. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Who do you predict will win? Oh, I, you know, I like Fritz. Fritz has COVID. That could affect him. I know. I hope Fritz didn't get eliminated. Why does Ryan Seacrest wear like these really short pants and no socks? I don't like Why it. Why does that bother you so much? He looks good. He always looks good. He really bothers you his outfits. Yeah, his outfits bother You're fixated me. Fixated on his outfits. I mean, like, yeah, he's been going know. sockless for years. Why? Is it's it gross. I know his feet must smell from that. <laughs> I'd like put on some socks for Christ's sake. <laughs> he likes showing off his shoes. He likes sh- he likes showing off his pretty ankles. <laughs> Miss you. you. You still there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm waiting for you to All say right. something. I, I got, I'm going to go order your mother's soup now. All right. Okay. I just All wanted right. to say you. that was a gorgeous picture of the two of you that oh. I saw yesterday. Of who? Of you and Beth. Really? You were in where? an embrace. Where was I, this? I don't know where I was looking. Facebook, Instagram, wherever. There was this beautiful it, picture of the two of you. Beth always po- Beth always wants me to pose for pictures, and I'm like, no. I was like, who way. took this picture? It's beautiful. She, it's probably a selfie. Yeah. Was I hiding my face? You, you know, you're always like yeah. sort of. Yeah. You, yeah. She's more prominent than you. You're on a corner somewhere. <laughs> yeah. But it was beautiful. Yeah. Our marriage is like a slumber party. Let's get in bed and watch TV. Plus, I'm looking a little more ripped. I mean, I'm a fucking mess, but I did drop five pounds, and it's made a difference in my belly. It's not yeah, so quite. Yeah, you can quite... see some muscle now? <laughs> no, but you just oh, see, like, it. one layer of fat rather than, like, five <laughs> layers of fat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop it. And I was really feeling good about myself, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get naked and look at my, look at my ass. <laughs> and I looked, and it was just so, it looks like a mudslide. <laughs> it's just so bad. I don't understand. You don't understand what? 
I don't understand why I look the way I do. Howard, well, how old are you? Vile. You know, know, like you're not going to have a plump rump. I know. <laughs> I want to be hot. I want to be hot. Get some just implants. Once in my life. Then. Get some implants. You get butt implants. No. I see what these <laughs> women are doing to themselves. They look horrible. There's so many famous women now, like they're destroying their face. It's really sad. You're not going to be one of those women? <laughs> no, no way. I'm going to look like a natural woman. <laughs> Uh, hey, Lisa, you're on in Massachusetts. Hey, Howard. It's Lisa. I called the last couple of weeks. I know why. I'm not going to diagnose anybody today other than say Robin is not an narcissist. I know why you love those movies, Howard, and that Beth isn't as into them. So you and I were both losers in high school. I was so skinny that people were like, oh, my God, are you anorexic? Are you sick? Like, you would have liked me, but nobody else did. It was the 80s. People wanted curves. I love those movies because I never had good teenage years. I was a loser. Yeah, but how do you just, then how do you just, then how do you know why, then how do you have an explanation for Beth who had the most perfect years in high school? That's she was, the explanation why she doesn't like them as much because she doesn't need them. She had she the loves them. She had the teachers who loved her. Oh, she does love them. Okay, see, I thought... Yeah. That maybe she didn't really love them as much as you. I still think there's something, though, to people like us who had a harder time that we could kind of escape into that and wish that that was our lives. And now once I got to college and got boobs, uh, I had sex with everything that moved. But until then, I couldn't get a date to save my life. And, Howard, I know you think I'm a six, but picture me 35 years ago, 35 pounds lighter, they called me the bod, just like Elle McPherson, because I had I was thin with big boobs that were natural. That's a lot of work for and, me to have um, to do. I have to go back 35 years, picture you 35 years ago with big <laughs> boobs and super thin. I mean, uh, I, 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 if I have to do that much work, I don't think you're a 10. But okay, Lisa, whatever. I, I, I admit. Oh, but listen, I, yes. I do want to turn you on to somebody, though, who is a 10. And she's worth having on. I just interviewed her. Her name is Victoria Vesh. It's V-E-S-C-E. She is in, she just made it in Sports Illustrated as a finalist. She had two brain tumors and a carotid tumor. Look her up on Instagram. She is exactly what you like. And she is drop-dead gorgeous, sweet as can be, and has a really interesting and moving uh, All right. Story. I, okay, Lisa, great to, great to talk to you. Thank you. Tell me about some person I don't know. She wants you oh. to interview her. She interviewed her already. Now yeah. you interview her. Ah, She's yes. already been thank interviewed. You. Thank you, my mistress. That. Thank you, my mistress. Again, my mistress. Thank you, my mistress. Thank you, my mistress. Again, my mistress. That thank girl calls me every you. week trying to convince me she's a 10. Yes. She's going to get you to say she's a 10 somehow. Although I do, that's an appealing story. A, a girl who was too skinny in high school, and then all of a sudden she goes and gets these two fake boobies in there. So now she's got big tits and a super no, thin body. No, I think they were natural boobs. She just oh. developed. Oh, I, when she said I got tits, I thought she bought them. <laughs> what is it? She wants me to interview a hot girl with a brain tumor? It was several brain tumors, yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sounds like a fun story. And guess Sounds like what? a feel-good yeah. She is a finalist for Sports Illustrated. She, uh -huh. they did, that didn't even get her in. <laughs> I'm pretty sure after that phone call, I've got a brain tumor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to interview a girl who might be in Sports Illustrated. <laughs>
Call me back when she gets in Sports Illustrated. Maybe then. Oh. By the way, does anybody give a shit about Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue anymore with all the porn on the internet? No. I mean, come on. I, I think it's like, you know, something, it's a throwback now. I guess Try some to people describe. who used to be on the edge when the Sports Illustrated issue came out still are nostalgic about it, but I don't think it's a big deal anymore. Try to describe to kids how excited we used to get, you know, back in the 90s or even the 80s when Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue would come out. We'd run out and get it. Yeah. And, uh, it weighed and then you open it up and so weird like you know oh man she's so hot and she's barely wearing anything and you're like flash to today chicks blowing 17 guys and <laughs> <laughs> naked <laughs> like i know and they'd have to you know they'd fly these women all over the world so they could yeah. pose on a rock <laughs> somewhere <laughs> you could take them to jersey down on the shore yeah. and fucking do the same thing what are you doing we're going to go to, we're going to fly to Tahiti and do the, the swimsuit issue. Yeah. Like who, were some really hot girls back then who did it, but I don't even remember. All the, the most famous women, you know, that Jill Ireland, remember she was on several right. covers. She was Miss Sports Illustrated. Right. Yeah. She was super hot. I don't know what she looks like now. Oh, here it is. There's a hot girl with a brain tumor on our phone who says she's going to be in Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Hi, we were just talking about you. Yes. Um, you are a hot girl with a brain tumor? Yes, sir. Yeah. And you, um, you're you going to be maybe in um, Sports Illustrated? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I guess you're getting you're getting in shape for the for the shoot. Yes. <laughs> yes all right thank you there she is a great interview she was right yeah lisa was right she's a good interview right hey laura you're on the air in massachusetts howard stern i love you so much robin you. you too but listen i cannot stand this lisa <laughs> stop taking her call she is taking she's calling you to try to get us to listen to her stupid fucking podcast nobody oh. wants to listen to it lisa's not a 10 just like Brent is not a seven. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You know what? She keeps hinting at that podcast. That she just kind of works. Comes yeah, up you're every right. Time. Yeah. All right. Got it. I okay. love you guys. Keep going. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. I used to beat off to that. Did I beat off to the Sports Illustrated? Eh, I don't think so. I was already too old. Yeah, maybe. I was way into porn by then. You know, when you used to get it on a video. Right, you had a stash. Now, when I was really young, I beat off to anything. I don't know how kids... Uh, I feel it was better in my day, because you'd beat off to, like, innocent things. It, it was a quest. You had to find yeah. things. Yeah, you like girdle it dropped into your lap. Yeah. Like, I would literally beat off to the New York Times if they had, like, let's say they went to Africa and, and um, photographed naked women or... Mm -hmm. I'd yeah, National often. Geographic was big only because of the naked women, the African women, and even um, if um, yeah, and even if I saw like um, like a panty ad, I would right. Beat off That's to what that. I was going to say. Like the Sears catalog would come, and there'd yeah, like, be a I remember, whole section on underwear. Yeah, 
I never had the Sears catalog, but I, ha I I think even like I beat off once to a Kotex box. Like they had women's sanitation box and they had a woman in her panties. And I think I beat off. Really? On I don't remember yeah. that ever Come happening. On, but yeah. yeah, I knew that the catalog used to be big. Jay-Z Penny's and, and Sears, you know, because I had brothers. And I was like, right. why are we always getting these catalogs? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what's the weirdest thing. I used to beat off to my dad's porn. He had porn. Weird, what do you mean huh? porn? Like Books movies or he, something? Yeah, he, he, like he 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 hid them in his dresser drawer. He had like a little uh, night, like a nightstand cabinet. Right. And he, I guess, right. I guess he was so out of it that he didn't realize I'm going to be in there when they leave the house. And he had like. So you think his mother shit. knew about his porn? I mean, your mother knew about his porn. I think she did know. I think it really bothered her. Mm. You know, because I could tell he beat off in the bathroom because he, for a bookmark he always used uh, toilet paper <laughs> you know what I mean like where was he getting toilet paper for a bookmark right so, he had to be in the in the reading room to get the yeah, toilet and then, like, paper my dad would get up like he'd be out of the house by 7am he wouldn't get home till 7pm it's a long fucking yeah. work day he had a long ass commute it was almost like a two hour commute by the subway and then he had to drive and don't ask and walk and then he'd eat his dinner and be all miserable, yell at me through the dinner, say that I was out to get him and I just fucking bugged him. And then, but then all of a sudden, after the dinner, he would um, go bounding up the steps, like running up the steps with like a song on his, you know, like, because my be dad singing? used to record. <laughs> yeah, like he go, you deserve a Blake today. Or like whatever commercial they recorded at his recording studio, like. Uh, Pan Am or something like that. They did a lot of Pan Am commercials for the airline at the time. Pan Am, make your life good. You know, like he was all, he was like bounding up the steps, like skipping a step, like, like taking right. two steps at a time. I go, what the fuck is this guy up to? When he, all of a sudden he's singing. <laughs> and then he go, I hear him go right in the bathroom and he, I think he'd take a dump because he just had a big dinner and probably beat off to his books. You know, and and what did the rest of the family do while this was going on? Did you guys nah, stay I mean, downstairs or then my mom was doing the dishes? I would just spy on him to see what he was up to. <laughs> you know, I was supposedly going up to do homework, which I never did. I don't think I ever opened a book in high school. I, don't think I ever did homework <laughs> ever. I'm pretty sure of that I don't remember. I don't even know how I passed. I never paid attention and didn't give a shit. I wish I had. It was a big mistake, but uh, I'd know something. So I would spy go. on you him. Probably are very smart because you managed to do that without yeah. cracking a book. Yeah, if, I, if, so, if someone had explained to me, you're supposed to like actually read this shit. I probably could have done pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know. Whatever I picked Somebody up. Somebody needed to explain that to you too. Yeah. Was there nothing going to just come to you? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes friends would like help me out, like you know. If I was in class, I know they show you their paper, so you get. A oh, really? They give you an answer? Man, once okay. in a while, people were generous that way. I was yeah. never generous. If I knew something, I wasn't sharing it with anyone. You were keeping it to yourself. <laughs> uh, hell yeah, <laughs> I needed every advantage I could get. But uh, yeah, so sometimes I jerk off with my dad's porn, but that was dangerous stuff because if he ever figured out that I was looking through his drawers, I would have been fucked. But well, I'm just I was shocked like that, you know, it was so easily accessible that 
you know, because your mom surely was cleaning and opened that drawer. Yeah. I don't think she liked it. She thinks sex is like she she told me she thinks sex is beautiful, but I could tell she didn't have a lot of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because one time From her in memory, a moment, she knew that sex was beautiful. One time in a moment of her depression, when she was like crying at the kitchen table, talking about killing herself, she would she oh, said dude. to me, "I would be celibate, but your father has needs." So I knew the truth. <laughs> He must have oh. fucked like a real champ. My mom's like, <laughs> you know, I don't fuck any other people and I don't need to fuck him. <laughs> but at least she put out from, I mean, I can only imagine the chore that it was to fuck my father. Yeah. Well, you know what it's like when somebody's doing it out of, you know, duty. I sure do. <laughs> it's not you, that you know, great. Not, you know how many women have fucked me out of duty? <laughs> <laughs> I sure do know how that is. <laughs> I'm fucking you for my duty. <laughs> I'm doing my duty. <laughs> we did our duty back in those days. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my poor mother. Jesus Christ. All right. I mean, when I don't. God, I'd love to really know. I've tried. You should like, I've be actually... honoring her on Mother's Day, and this is what you should have said. You know what? Thank I you, fuck? mom. I didn't for tell all of him. the duties you performed. <laughs> That's why now that he's in the hospital, she doesn't even ask me where he is. Probably like, you know. It's my well, duty as as an American citizen to fuck your father. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a patriot, thank God damn it. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many times a month she had to fuck my father. Like, I've asked her almost every sex question, but she doesn't give me a lot of answers. I even no, asked her what doesn't. position... What position, mom, were you in when I was conceived? Were you doggy style? Because I've heard most boys are conceived in doggy. And she goes, what is doggy? She must have been some picnic. What do you mean doggy? I mean, were you up on all fours like a dog? Listen, I don't, I'm no dog. <laughs> I know you're not a dog. I'm saying it's called doggy position. I mean, how does a woman not know doggy position? I think they were missionary and that was it. Mm. Yeah, Don't I think you? my dad, yeah, I think my dad was afraid to ask for anything yeah. else or didn't even know because. Well, they had that sex book. It didn't have position. Yeah, no. Uh. My mother also, she doesn't cooperate. Let's go. Would you, uh, would you turn over? <laughs> what? <laughs> would you go doggy position? I don't even know what he knew. I don't know how many girls he had sex with. Well, they were certainly not Ronnie's parents. They they weren't having conversations that would lead to having sex with the neighbor or anything. It was uh, pretty straightforward, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Although, I think maybe my dad might have gone to a couple of hookers because... What? Yeah. He was so frugal. You think he... <laughs> he I don't know. Uh, spring for some paid sex? I only have clues about my father. We never had real conversations because when I... I remember when I went home to tell them that I was getting divorced. Uh-huh. My dad goes, what? Well, what about loyalty? Well, why don't you go to a hooker? My mom he was like. He said that to you? Yeah. I go. Wow. My mother goes, what? <laughs> what kind of advice is that? <laughs> I go, stupid wow. advice. Yeah. Maybe he did then. Maybe, Maybe he that's did. how he know. stayed. And didn't, you know, have to get out. Who knows?
Yeah, I once read about some hooker running out of a room screaming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where would he go? Was that near the racetrack? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you know, my dad, had, I had a life. Yeah, like he'd go to the racetrack. There was the things about him. I don't know. I don't know any. I don't know the ways of a man. I mean, my father never introduced me to anything. Or well, I don't, I'm glad he didn't introduce you if that's what he was up to. He never had a man-to-man talk with me. We never talked about sports or nothing. I mean, it was just no conversation whatsoever right. except for a lot of yelling and that I was a pain in the ass. So I don't even know. I mean, I, I'm assuming he fucked my mother, doggy, but I tried to ask my mother. I said, Mom, I don't what position? So. I said, Mom, what position were you in when Dad, you know, <laughs> conceived. conceived me? <laughs> it was a good position. I know that. Mm. Yeah, I can't imagine her screaming or no. You know, you know what? I'm all like, animated in the sex. Your father had me face down, ass up. That's the way I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my mother enjoys it. I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't sure. think she. She, you know, she's so. You know, I don't. I think she says all the right things, but she doesn't appear to be physically no uh, loose. You know, like a, 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 I asked going her. for it. Yeah. I said, there, didn't you even shave down for that? Take that thing down a couple inches? No, I like a natural look. <laughs> a natural look? Nobody has a natural look. Even do That means she wasn't shaving little. anything. You said not no. even her legs. Oh, I know she, no, she never shaved her legs. But she had very little hair on her legs, like you, you uh, know. She was very, yeah. very light. For some reason, a dark-haired woman... She should have had a big fucking hairy leg, but she didn't. But there were some hairs on there. And you know what? I even said to her, you could shave that. Dude wants to see a fucking... I don't want to see a hair. Well, you. Your father <laughs> loves my dripping wet bush. <laughs> but you never uh, caught anything like them having a shower together? No. I <laughs> Over there. <laughs> One time, your father lost his watch in my bush. And we, it was a Rolex. Well, a fake Rolex. And we had to find it. <laughs> I remember I read a book that the reason that men and women have a bush is to trap the natural odors. Yeah, so they can find each other out there in yeah. the wild. <laughs> yeah, you know how like animals smell each other's assholes and stuff? Yeah. So the cavemen... It's part of our evolution. Where they would, the bush would trap natural stink, and then I guess guys would sniff it and they'd see. Who the oh, fuck she's knows? ready. She's ready. Yeah. <laughs> so knowing that, shave your bush. You don't want to trap those smells. <laughs> Fucking hideous, man. Hey, Steve, you're on the air in uh, Virginia. Love Virginia. Why should we deny our animal nature? I lived in Washington, D.C. I did radio WWDC 101. DC 101, kick-ass rock and roll. And right outside, we had Virginia, and we were the king and queen. Right, Robin? We ruled That's the right. airwaves. Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. We were the shit. They used to riot mm-hmm. when we were around. They did. There was a riot. <laughs> I had never made an appearance anywhere in public, and I was like... Say, Robin, we're going to appear at some fucking Woolworths or something like a, yes, a five and ten. Store of all. Yeah, what like are a department. Not even. Store? It was like some shitty fucking like 
any. What was uh, the name of that store? I don't know, but we showed up and the people crashed through the glass to get to us. Yeah, go, they, they the destroyed fuck? the the. You know, they had all these things hanging on hangers and stuff, and they moved all. You know, they pushed them all out of the way. Yeah, and I went. Jesus, great. This is so fucking cool because now I have an excuse never to appear anywhere again. <laughs> That's right. We die. never have to go out again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. <laughs> People rioting. I think the store was Woodward and Lothrop. That's what I Yeah, thought. that's you're exactly right. Yeah. And all I know is I was like, uh, shit, people just crashed through the... Gl- Am I seeing things? And why are they doing that? And then I realized it was for us. And I was like, wow, we're pretty popular. One thing to read a ratings book and know you're popular, but it's another thing to go there and people are breaking glass, yeah. like rioting. Still didn't get a raise. Went into no, this fucking no. guy. Went back the general to work manager. and they still hated us. <laughs> yeah. I go, hey, you wouldn't believe it. We appeared somewhere and they broke through the glass. And I go, fuck you. We're not giving you a raise. That's what you're angling for, Stern. Uh, Steve, you're on the air in Virginia. Hmm. No, Steve. Hello, hello. Hey, Jack, Pennsylvania. I got to take a break. I got to go pee. Hey, now, Howard. Hey, now. Hi, Howard. Hey, now. Hey, now. I had a quick question for you. So if you could go back in time and have the ideal high school experience, would you trade it for all of the success you've had? Like you would just have no. some regular, regular <laughs> now. No, being regular is horrible. I don't know how you do it. I, uh, I was regular. I was below regular. <laughs> when I got famous, it was the greatest thing ever happened to me because suddenly, you know, it just, I didn't, at least when I went, I still feel awkward. I'm still the same guy inside, but at least things are easy. Like everyone wants to be my friend and, you know, that's kind of nice. I like that. But, uh, fuck high school, you know what I mean? Like, a friend of mine actually contacted me, said they're having some sort of, I don't know, it's like 50th anniversary of my high school. I don't even know how many years it is. Yeah, it's said, probably you... 50 now, because my 50th was a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. So I was like, uh, I said, but I, I wouldn't go there. It fucking sucked. They hated me. I hated them. Do you know anybody? No. No, it, it would be just totally weird. I, I, you know, I don't even think about it, but I, re, I spend a lot of time thinking about how I would play it if I was back in high school now, now that I have my knowledge. And I, I would be a fun, I, I know I, first of all. So you just, you don't want to go back for the 50th reunion and be that guy. No. You want to go all the way back to high school. Yeah, because I know how to do it now. First <laughs> of all, I'd wear my hair like this. Uh-huh. Like I'd have a natural fro. I used to like, wear my hair in a ponytail and straight i was unattractive and then right, i'd be like right well i don't I mean pr- right it's unattractive no you you see and i play guitar all the time and i i, I would practice guitar and then i would also you'd look you do that sensitive thing i'm an artist sensitive but also karate so i could beat good dudes up oh yeah <laughs> and, I, and i would play basketball too i'd get good at it now i know I what to do i think that's you'd be the right real answer busy wouldn't you I'd be so busy with all of my, like, you know, <laughs> and then girls would be very attracted to me because I'd play guitar and then beat up like guys who bothered them. Yes. I'd be like okay. Spider-Man, you know, how like he's in the hall and then like, he's, he's getting picked on and then he beats the shit out of it. Like, you know, I would, I would get skills. 
And then I wouldn't look so ugly because, you know, I'd also be working out in the gym and probably weigh, I would be six two, maybe 225 of pure muscle. I'd probably look really cool. But I put in the work. I know what to All do. Right. It's yeah. too late, but I, you know. All right, Jack. All right. I love you guys. Hi, Robin. But I, wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, like, I know a lot of dudes who were popular in high school and they're total fucking losers now. They can't even get their shit together. Can't well, hold that's job, generally nothing. what happens. Like, I always yeah. say, better to be a late bloomer. I mean, if I went to my high school reunion, it would be good to go, man, you're a total fucking loser now, aren't you, dude? <laughs> like, you were cool in high school because you fucking knew how to bounce a ball. Now you're a fucking loser. Still talking about those high school games. Yeah, hey, how about that? <laughs> Guess what? It sucks being you. I mean, it would just be a bitter kind of thing. It would be like, I told you, there was a dude in my high school who lived next, a couple of doors down from me. He was a total dick to me in high school. And then I got famous about the, you know, when I was at NBC radio, I was fucking super famous. And I went to visit my parents and there was a block party. He beeline for me. He never talked to me once when I was in high school. Uh, dude, we should be friends. I go, who are you again? I know exactly who he was. You know, I just... I knew what the fuck I was doing at this point. He goes, you know me, you know, so-and-so. I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, you're divorced. I'm divorced. We, you, you know, I got kids. You got kids. He's telling me, he's giving me his resume. I look Great. I go, dude, it's not going to happen. Oh, he looks so sad because he knew, you know, the life I could have introduced him to. You know, oh, yeah. He could have been, you know, getting yeah. all the, sh you know, the leftovers and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All the chicks Feasting I'm not fucking, you could table. fuck. Yeah. You could fuck a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had all kind of fantasies about being my buddy. I go, it's not. Oh, yeah. His his bachelorhood was going to be great. Thanks to you. And unfortunately, it's not going to happen for you. Not in this lifetime. <laughs> No, you you go back to work with your you just go be with your friends. You're not going to be my friend. It's okay. Where were you know, we because when I needed you? Getting really famous is like being a vampire. You can gift people fame, you know, fame adjacent. Oh yeah, yeah. And then bring them into your world. You could you know, essentially bite them and turn them into a vampire, but I wasn't <laughs> biting him. He was like a guy who said, "Please turn me into a vampire." And I go, "No." Not you. Please bite me, please. You can fluff my gown at the Met Gala. <laughs> Fucking dick. Guy was such a dick. Remember, I got my license and uh, he saw me driving around because I was, you know, he didn't have his license yet. He wasn't old. Yeah. And he was like, a kid. he goes, first time he ever talked to me, he goes, You have a license? <laughs> like, what a waste, you know? Right, right. Yeah. Yep, I sure do. And guess what? I'm going to go total my father's car. Because <laughs> my life's going great. And I did. <laughs> I, I totaled a Mercury Montego. Jeez. Yeah, nice car. You know what? That car deserved to be totaled. <laughs> You're driving a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a horrible car. It's my so dad hot. Look it, at him. He's driving his dad's car. <laughs> I remember when my dad bought it too. He, he we were all be, we were all going to the West End restaurant in Hempstead for our Sunday dinner, where my dad would yell and 
we get this car it was like a maroon color. I don't know. And for some reason, a car pulled up next to us and wanted to race my dad <laughs> on Hempstead Turnpike. Oh, my God. And, uh, yeah. And my dad goes, you see, this car, they think it's a sports car. <laughs> they want to race with, with me. himself. <laughs> he was impressed that, that he felt he was driving a sports car. Yes. Yeah. Shitty. Look up Mercury Montego. It's a shit car. It had like a little pinstripe going down the side. Right. So so he thought it looked like a sport. You see, they want to lace me. This is they're, they're crazy. They think I'm a, in a sports car. <laughs> no, no. But uh, yeah, so when I got my license, my dad let me drive his Mercury Montego. Took it out, went halfway down the block. Some lady ran a stop sign and totaled the fucking car. Sheesh. Plowed into me. You have no luck. Zero. Everybody who says you're lucky, you tell them, no, I'm not. <laughs> and that dude who, uh, you know, wanted to be my friend, he saw me like, hey, you totaled your father's car. <laughs> no, I'm not going to my high school reunion. In fact, if I had gone... And um, I saw these guys, you know, I'd say, you know, I'll tell you who I like making famous. J.D. Look at him now. Now he goes to the Super Bowl. He gets recognized in L.A. He's eating at Natalie Maine's house from the Dixie yes, Chicks. Yes, yes, People want to be with J.D. Yeah. I like making him famous. <laughs> and Ronnie. That's my boy. And Ronnie, hardworking limo Ooh. driver. You get to be famous. J.D., you get to be famous, but not this douchebag from high school. Go fuck yourself totally hard, asshole. I don't need to go to my high school reunion and have stress. Fuck you. Yep. Who contacted you to say you should go? Uh, a good, actually, a good friend of mine. Yeah? Yeah. Nice woman. But, uh... I told her, you go. Let me know how it is. <laughs> Take pictures. Go, go. Yeah, have a have a blast. Go see how fucking poorly everyone aged. Can you imagine? I would like to go just to see some of these girls that I used to beat off to and really uh -huh. fantasize that I would be a popular guy in high school and I could have sex with. But, uh, God, just think they're like great-grandmothers now. The fuck wants to see that? But it would be funny. You know, oh, Howard, you can't go there and be. laugh at them in person. <laughs> I think that's what I would end up doing because I'm too bitter and angry. Hey, Tiffany in Florida, what's happening, Tiffany? Howard, Robin, good morning. Good so morning. I'm a little bit nervous, but I wanted to share some um, intriguing information with you all. So I know you had a, a famous person interviewed and a comedian, and she's amazing. Um, but I feel like she's spreading some inaccurate information about mothers out there. Uh, and, you know, being this mothers they just passed, I wanted to just uh, give a little bit of uh, recognition to all the hardworking mothers out there who put a lot of work into their bodies and their families. And, um, you know, mothers that give birth don't have loose pussies necessarily. So, you know, mine is pretty tight. I had four kids. I had a C-section, I had vaginal births, I had twins, you name it. I had it all. And my husband's pretty satisfied. So, you know, and... and so, Tiffany, let me understand. I, I'm a little uh, confused. You're you're calling to let people know your pussy is tight? 
Yes. Yeah, I'm, I think mothers, oh. mothers in general, you know, right. get a bad rap. Right. You know, just because well, they give birth, Robin, I mean, no. they have loose pussies. Well, there you go, Robin. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany's okay, pussy is maybe tight. they might not have loose pussies. Okay. I didn't. I hey, it has to do with uh, giving birth. I think it might have to do with you know how 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 much you exercise your muscles. You know, you might be sitting there, you know, without any kids and and have a loose pussy because you're not exercising it. Are you saying you have pussy exercises that uh, make your pussy tight? Well, you know what I mean, like you know, with 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 my husband, just a uh, regular sexual activity. Okay. Let me see that pussy. All right. Very good, Uh, Tiffany. Thank you. What the fuck is going on today? All right. Listen. (laughs) Pussy. uh, Steve, go ahead. You're on the air. I I need to. uh, Yes, Steve in Virginia. I need to talk to somebody normal. Howard, how you doing today? Good to hear you. I got a great story for you. Oh, good. Howard. All right. Go ahead. All right. This is a crazy story. Yesterday, I was going through the escort pages. I was kind of horny. I'm going to get some pussy. So I found this beautiful girl, and I called her up, and she said she would get an Uber to come over. I asked her for pussy with shade, and she said yes, and I'm going to suck your dick and get on top of you and fuck you for two hours. She was going to charge me 240 for two hours. Hey Steve, are you on a um, are you on a, a cell phone or uh, why am I uh, why well, I'm on a cell phone. I drive a truck. Um, yeah. Can you so pick I'm up the? Yeah, can you pull over and pick up the phone? I'm interested, but uh, yeah, yeah, even... uh, yeah. I can do that. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm getting ready to pull over now. But um, right. yeah, the girl came over, and she was gorgeous, and I invited her back into my bedroom, and um, we started. I started kissing her on the neck. And then I started taking her shirt up and kissing her titties. And I noticed she was very flat-chested. And it kind of looked like man's nipples. And I, got, I was kind of getting suspicious. Jeez. So I told her to get up and take her pants off. And she was real hesitant to take her pants off. I said, get up and take your pants off. So I'm getting freaked out now. I'm thinking so, so, something's going on. So she took her pants down and had a damn dick tucked between her uh, at, at her asshole. I freaked the fuck out. I started cussing that bitch out. I said, give me my fucking money back right now, you motherfucker. I'm going to fucking kill man. you. I'm going to fucking do? kill you. And I grabbed the motherfucker's neck. And then he got on the phone calling somebody saying, this guy's a... Gone, gone crazy on me. Come get me. You know the address. So we started tussling. Then the son of a bitch pulls a gun out of his purse and points it at my head. I'm like, holy fuck. I didn't know what to do. No shit like this has <laughs> ever happened to me. I was like, fuck. So he started running through the house. I was chasing him. Then he turned around and hit me in the head with the damn gun. And then he ran to the front door. And dropped the gun while he was trying to get out the door. And my cousin was there. And she said, Steve, don't do it. It's not worth it. And he grabbed the gun and ran across the street. And I was chasing the son of a bitch. I was going to kill him. I well, number I one, first on. of all, let me, t- let me comment on this, Steve. Yes, please. Okay. Yeah. First of all, when some anybody has a gun on you, 
Don't fucking chase them. And don't, I mean, they're going to win that battle. If somebody starts shooting. That's where you're going to start? Uh, yeah, I'm, going, I'm working my way backwards. I'm working my way backwards. All right. I was freaked out, Howard. Well, number one, you're, you're right. Were you still there, Steve? Yes, I'm, I'm still here. Yes. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah I was Listen. freaked out. I mean, I didn't know what to do. I, well, let I me tell you something. Run, I was running this up is the like street the, after him. What I'm trying to tell you is, you know, uh, where do I begin? First of all, <laughs> you know, when you call these escort, I never under, I've never been with an escort. I don't put it down. You know, that, that's all right. But, you know, I've never been with one. I got to figure when you bring someone into your house, man, you're looking for big ass trouble. Now, I'll this dude, yeah, this dude who showed up at your door, he's got some fucking nerve. Now, I don't believe in lying. You know, he's got to be up front. But all right, we're dealing with somebody who's uh, not uh, thinking clearly. He's going to try and trick you into thinking he's a girl, and then he's going to blow you and probably get out the door. That's right, yeah. You know, but yeah. again, you know, Steve, you know, if I said to you, I can't believe you hired a streetwalker and you didn't get exactly what you wanted. I mean, you got to realize who you're dealing with. You know what I mean? That's yeah. why in this country, well, prostitution should be legal. So that things like this are vetted. This guy's looking for big trouble if he's lying to people. Uh, he's lucky you didn't kill him. That's why I'm he's glad. carrying a gun. He knows that he's probably going to have a tough time. Yeah, and you don't want to well, end up in prison killing somebody uh, for well, just know. a fucking blowjob or something. So I, I, the whole I thing is hard. I him a half a mile up the road. The well, that's ridiculous. In the house and I, I, was, I was yelling, he's got a gun. The neighbors were running in the house. <laughs> and I, I chased him for about a half a mile. And I didn't have no damn shoes on. And, and then a car pulled up and he jumped in. And that's when the police showed up because my cousin had called the cops. And I explained the whole story to the cops. And they, they're still looking for him today. They um they said they're going to get detectives on it and try, try to find him. So, well, it's sex work. Today yeah, yeah, by the way, they ain't doing anything. They're just, they're, just they're, they're in the station house laughing at you. If, uh, Probably. Yeah. If, if, first of all, you never got your money back, I take it, right? No, no. He hit me over the damn head. I tried to get my money back. <laughs> I was, well, I was grabbing if, for his purse. You know. he, he said he's trying to steal my money. Uh, Steve. Not your fucking money. Uh, I Steve. was screaming. I was freaking the fuck out, man. I Steve, let me never... ask you something. How often do you yeah. hire a hooker? Um, Not too often. Um, I had a regular girl I'd known for years. But I pissed her off, and she won't talk to me no more. Now how did you piss her off? I got drunk and cussed her out. I see. So you she had a regular. Too much. I see. Well, you know, if sex work was legal in this country, you could have just called customer service and complained. <laughs> but uh, it's not. And it should be because it would be a lot safer. And this is, uh, you know, this is a warning to everyone. What happens to Steve could happen to you. And uh, I'll tell you. And I Do not call an escort Steve. service, people. Right. But yes, I understand, Steve, that, you know, yes, that's a shocking thing to have happened. And you certainly didn't want to have it happen. 
maybe there always would have been a tussle over the money. But, you know, you could just say, look, I'm not into this kind of service today. Let's, you know, give me my money back. I'll pay you for the cab and and uh, see you later. There you go. That's a mature way to handle it. Robin's right. You go, excuse me, um, sir. Uh, <laughs> I know five minutes ago I was kissing your flat chest. But uh <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> like to have my oh, fucking God. money back, please. <laughs> oh, I feel yeah. so I, I feel so freaking violated. I feel Yeah. That's well, the most embarrassing thing. When that dick flopped out, I, I shit my pants. And, how um, big was that dick? I did say give me I did say give me my money back. Yeah. And he yep. said, You're not getting your money back. It's my money. Um, and that's when the That's when the tussle started. Yeah. Let me ask you. Yeah. Was you was his cock bigger than yours? <laughs> he didn't have a big cock at all. No, yeah, no, it was it was a it was a light skinned black girl, and that, I'd never been with a um, black girl before, so I thought that no more two or three inches long. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know that wasn't a, just a big clit? Oh, uh, Robin, Robin, why don't you class <laughs> yeah. yourself up? He had it tucked between. His, he had it tucked between his, up at his asshole, like. Yeah. Well, you know, he took his two-incher and stuck it in his asshole. It's quite a trick. I admire that. Really? All right. Well, Steve, oh I'm God. sorry it happened to you. And, you know, I'm surprised. You know, the police could have arrested you because going to a prostitute's illegal in this country. So you got to be careful with that, too, believe it or not. Yeah, I know. what I'm wondering what what's going to happen. I wonder yeah. if I can. Uh, the police going to come back on me, me on this if they catch me. I'm just shocked you, you had a female. Well, you had a female cousin at home, and you made the call to the prostitute, and you, you, you know, decided you were going to get that while your female cousin was in the house. No, uh, no my cousin and her boyfriend lived with me. Oh, I. They see. were in the room asleep. Okay. Yeah. It was. Right. It was seven seven forty. It's always nice when you wake up and your your roommate is being chased around the house with a gun. And- <laughs> well, my cousin's um, son lives with us too, and he oh, boy. stays in his bedroom. So she's pretty pissed at me. She said, oh, "Brought God. a yeah, you put the... into my house with my kid here." So yeah. I, I really fucked up, man. My son's in here, and your hooker has a cock. all right steve thank you very much all right listen i gotta take a break it's 9 35 we've been talking for two and a half hours richard christie was telling me during the break that he used to beat off to he heard me talking about what i would beat off to as a young man he what did you beat off to richard now i forget it was something odd Hmm. here he is it was a number a number of odd things, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, the always... fir- well, the first one, the first time I ever had like an actual orgasm, I didn't even touch myself. I was looking at a Bass Pro Shops catalog yeah. and laying in my bed. Been... Yeah. And they they were advertising a uh, an inner tube, and it was just a woman holding an inner tube that was for sale in the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, like he came. Yeah, this weird feeling came over me. I was like, what the hell's happening? And I literally, I think I passed out and I woke up and there was a mess all over myself. (laughs) And I was like, what was that? Wow. You're a real man. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, you know, kids have it easy these days. Like you said, it's whatever you could Mm. find back in the day. My dad had a subscription to this magazine called Fur Fish and Game. 
and it was a hunting magazine, but they, that one of the issues had an ad for a boat and it had two women in bikinis, like way in the background of the boat. And, and <laughs> yeah. that was material Sometimes. for like a year. Sometimes they would actually like, it would be a drawn picture of a woman. Like it was like a, a rendering yeah. of a woman and it's beat off to that. And then you really felt like, really? A did you draw yeah. drawings you were beating off to? I beat off to Fritz the Cat. Remember that? The, um, <laughs> it was like a, a dirty, an X-rated. It was the first X-rated uh, cartoon, Fritz the yeah. Cat. And there was some hot cat women, you know. <laughs> what? Beat off to it. You really yeah. did that? I might have beaten off to an animal. <laughs> i don't know we, howard we used to we were yeah. like little indiana joneses when we went through puberty when i was a kid because we indiana used to break joneses. in yeah well we would break in the yeah, ed going to find dirty magazines out in the wild like we'd <laughs> break into there were rock quarries in kansas and we knew like all the guys that drove the heavy equipment were kind of pervs and you know they were they were not they're unsavory characters. So we're like, Oh, they had to have hidden dirty magazines in those road graders and all that equipment. So we'd break into the rock quarry at night with flashlights. And sure enough, under the, the front end loaders, the seat, there'd be a pile of dirty magazines. Look at you. And all right. Wow. You're like the FBI. Look at you you know are an adventurer. Yeah. <laughs> tractors. Yeah. We'd find them in tractors all the time. I guess. Yeah. You're He's not lying. I, I found a nudist magazine laying on the, in the bushes in Roosevelt. I knew there was a corner where weird shit must have gone on. A house boulevard <laughs> in Roosevelt, Long Island. There's like, <laughs> I'd find used rubbers laying there. And then I found a nudist magazine with like naked women playing volleyball. And they had like giant bushes. I mean, it was like definitely nudists like who don't shave or I beat <laughs> off to that thing. So and God only knows who like left it there amongst the used rubbers and. Needles. You didn't care though. <laughs> I didn't give two fucks. I, took, I wasn't worried about germs back then. Now I worry about germs. Oh my I God. Think, I used to, I used to buy used dirty magazines at the pawn shop when I lived ooh. in Missouri and yeah, literally that's, that's like dark. The, the pages would be stuck together. You get like five of them for a dollar. It was yeah. A I found deal. the nudist magazine and then I was allowed to keep it for a week. I was with my friends and then we, we'd pass it amongst each other for, uh, you know, you had it for a week, then someone else got it for a you week. You wanted it back? Oh, my God. Back. I never got One of my friends got busted with it, and we lost it. <laughs> this stupid asshole. Oh, my God. Uh, let's go to Joel. Joel, you're on the air in New York. I got a couple of things to get to, too, and I do want to read you some uh, feedback from our fans from the, from the uh, mail that came in last week. And uh, go ahead, Joel, though. You're on in New York. Hello, Howard. Hi, Robin. Hello, Fred. I, uh, it seems like the day for crazy sex stories, so I thought I'd share this one with you. I, be- I live in New York City in Greenwich Village, and I belong to a gym. I was working out one day, got done with my workout. I go into the steam room, that's in, lo- in part of the locker room, and I open the door to go in, and the steam like gets thicker because the colder air is coming in. I don't know what goes on there, but super thick. I go, I sit down with my towel. The steam clears after the door closes, and right across from me, there's these two guys blowing each other <laughs> right, in the, right in the steam room. And they look up, the steam clears for them, too. They see me staring at them. <laughs> They're staring at me, and it's like a Mexican standoff. I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? They're looking at me like I'm, like I'm, <laughs> like I'm cock-blocking them or something. I'm like... Should I leave and give them privacy? It seemed like what they wanted, but I'm like, I've got the same fucking money they do. I'm not going anywhere. 
Howard, awesome. what is the protocol there? I don't know what you I, I would just leave, you know, if two guys are blowing each other. I'm not going to sit there and go, hey, guys, can you guys stop blowing each other? I need to get a seat. I don't need to steam that bad, you know. <laughs> but the guy does make a point. He paid his same membership. Nah, I don't care. You know, I'm just out of there. It's just like, you know, like there are two people doing something weird. And the guys are probably like, oh, we were just spotting each other. No, no you don't spot each other. Spotting in the steam room? <laughs> yeah. All right, Joel, there you go. Thank you. All right. There you go. Jeez. I wonder yes, if they stay there till they finished. I don't know. The only thing I ever see in a locker room in a sauna is 80-year-old balls on some dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't go in steam rooms. I um, My penis is too small. It's like if I had a big dick, I'd probably go in a steam room. What are we, what are we uh, interrupting? I don't know. Dan, you there? You have to have insulation and heat, right? Well, that's just like our backyard. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah. Something about insulation. They had when they broke through the I wall. Just the guys would work or something. The fans, I mean, that was filled. Hey, Dan, you there? Hey, I'm here, Howard. How are you? Oh, cool. What were you doing? First time, long time. Sorry, I was talking to my mother-in-law. Oh, okay. <laughs> something about insulation, I heard. Yes, we were they were talking about the house next door with insulation. Hmm. Fascinating. So, yes, yes. Very fascinating. Very good. Very good. So I wanted to talk to you about the, the corrections thing. So they're all nuts. I've been working in corrections for 22 years. They're Prison. all insane. It's just an unbelievable profession. What do you do in corrections? Are you a, guard, a prison guard? I'm a corrections officer, yes. Yep. Yeah. It's a tough yep. job. Tough job. It's a lot of fun. Every day is different. You know, one one funny story I have for you is I used to work the uh, strip room where I had to strip inmates after uh, visits. Yeah. And um, so I say I get this one guy in and I know him from the streets. I grew up in the in the in the county where I work at. So I was like, dude, I was like, open up your mouth. And he's like, kind of like talking. He's got marble in his mouth. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, dude, come on, open up your mouth. I know you got something in there. So he looks at me. He spits a bag of weed in his hand. So I'm like, give it up. So he starts fighting me. We start fighting. He shoves it in his ass, right? Get him down to the ground. It comes flying out of his ass. He takes it back and swallows it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was, I, I was stunned. I, I, I stopped what I was doing. I was like, you got to be kidding me, dude. Do you ever get scared working in a prison? Like, uh, I would be petrified. You must be a tough guy. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not a tough guy. I'm more, I'd like to talk people down off the ledge than being heavy handed, let's say. I'd but you had to fight this guy. You had to fight this dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to fight a lot of guys. Hmm. I'd have let him no. have the pot. You know, just keep Me it in too. your mouth. Don't hope you don't get caught by somebody else. At that else. point, it's like, whatever. If you're willing to do that, dude, whatever. You know? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I can't imagine working in a prison. This guy's a real man. I mean, you know, he's fighting prisoners (laughs) for their weed and shit. I mean, it's it's awesome. (laughs) Nice to talk to a real man once in a while. All right, Dan, thank you. Yeah, I like that shit. Guy shoved the weed up his ass. (laughs) After, you know, taking out of his mouth, and then he swallows it. Yeah, that's why prison sucks. You can't do what you want, you know? it's, It's a punishment. All right, ask Napkinette. I haven't spoken to you in a while. How you doing? Hi, Howard. Uh, we'll start with a quick joke. I wrote this. See if you like it. What do you call a bitch getting fucked? 
What? A bedspread. What do you call that? That is the worst joke I think I've ever heard. Do you like it? Come on, we've heard worse. (laughs) What I want to say. I don't even get it. I don't, I don't get, get it. it. It makes no sense. A bitch getting mm. fucked with a bedspread. In your house. And she's on the bed spread. Spread out. Oh, a bed spread. Oh, she's spreading her legs. Okay, oh, gotcha. If you have to oh, explain yeah. it though, it's uh, not you don't a good joke. Explain it. You should understand it. I mean, I do stand up yeah. comedy for a living. No. Well, anyway. two of us are here, and neither one of us got it. First of all, well, you don't do anything for a living. That's number you one. You don't stand up hardly. Well, then how come? <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I just inherited a house and a car, brand new car. Really? No kidding. How'd you do that? Um, my mother gave it to me. Wow! Look at you, man. This guy. Your you know. mother decided to give you a house well, and a car. She's getting old. She's seventy-seven. Wow! And um. I can from this house. I can walk to Pennsylvania. It's that close. If I was you, I huh? would um, I would sell it because you're going to wreck the fucking house. No, going to go I down. Can't sell it. I can't sell it, or I'll lose my SSA. Oh right. Uh, I'm going to have the Amish build me a garage on it too. And Ar- the Is Amish? It- <laughs> yeah, you yeah. just call up the Amish and go, "Hey, build me a garage." No, they they have a website. What are they, yeah, they doing don't with use any, They don't use any nails. <laughs> yeah, they do. No, they and don't. They, but, uh, when Amish so. build you a, a house or a garage. Or a garage. But how do they hold it together? They, they, what they do is they take the wood and they do an intricate uh, kind of um, connecting thing, you know? They carve like little connectors. Why don't they use nails? I don't know. They got something against the well, that's new progress. School. They're old school. They we don't use nails. Okay. We're anti-nails. I think they do, but okay. I was looking into uh, buying a barn, like, like, and someone said, you know, if you get the Amish to build your barn, I gave up on the whole thing. I was, uh, you know, thinking of becoming like one of these guys who has like a little farm or something. And then it was like, he goes, you get the Amish to uh, build your barn. They don't use any nails. I go, really? What do they use? And he goes, well, interlocking kind of. Yeah, that shit sounds like it'll fall down in a rainstorm. I don't no, know. They, the Aramis are good. The Aramis are known to be good builders. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I all know. their stuff is still standing, I guess. Well, you said but isn't anti? Down. Isn't it anti their beliefs to have a website? I mean, um, yeah. Don't yeah. They how do they get progress. that message? I don't yeah. know how they do that. But I bought a right. Beware of fake too. Amish. Beware of fake Amish. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Because they probably use nails. If they're using nails, they're not on. No, nah, they, 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 they have horses and beards and those weird hats and stuff. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm not but, a real Amish. Okay. I fell off the riding lawnmower that I bought for the because the the yard is so huge. So I got I bought. So let me understand something. Now you got the house. You're going to move into this house. I'm in it already. Oh wow! And and you inherited it, so it's all paid for. It's paid. Totally paid. I'm on the deed. Dude. You're on the deed awesome. now. Oh, my God. Mm. Jeez, you're and my, my car gets here. The 2022 Toyota gets here on the train. Jeez, she gave you a brand new car, huh? And a house. And uh, right now. You had a happy Mother's the- Day. Who knew that this guy would ever have anything? Yeah. And it's uh, the house is six figures. 
Do you? And what about know, the, does your mother know what you do? Yeah. Does she know you have assworms and you <laughs> drink all day? No, I don't think so. Yeah, that's nice. What are, What are the property taxes on this house? It's uh, nineteen hundred hmm. a, a year. Are you going to be able to do that? I already paid eight hundred, uh, eight thirty something for the city tax. Okay. All right. Listen to this guy. All right, Mister God Rocks. Now, now, well, the Sutton Robin. I think maybe uh, Mrs. I might Asnack have to. Uh, yeah. No, I'm give him a, a second wife. look. Yeah. <laughs> Howard, I'm looking for a wife now. Uh, absolutely. Well, now your husband <laughs> of material. Of course you are. <laughs> now that you're now that you're ass napkin Bezos. Uh, <laughs> no, I gotta say, I gotta have her saying a prenuptial. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely do. That's right. Hey, hey, Howard, my mom just left me a private jet <laughs> for my new house and car. <laughs> wow, you I'm have, kidding? Do you have a prenuptial? Now, is your mom living with you? She stays in the other part of the house. Okay. When I'm my assworms drive around in a brand new car, 2022. It's a Toyota. Toyota. Mm -hmm. Now you're going to be nice to your mother, Ed, right? You're not going to mess with her. Yeah, I'm even getting her. No, I'm getting her a lift chair for because she's in the upstairs. Okay. If you were Ass Napkin Ed's mom, why in the hell would you sign your house over to Ass Napkin Ed? I, I don't sense. understand. I knew a dude. Well, <laughs> I knew a dude. I knew a dude. The guy was a nice guy. He got old, but he wasn't that old. I mean, he knew what he was doing. He said to me, I'm going to give my kids all my money. Let them handle the money. I go, well, why would you do that? He goes, well, I'm getting older and they'll be good to me, you know, and, and this way nothing will happen to my money. They'll watch over. That's blah, right. blah, blah. Yeah. Why should they wait till I die? I'll give it to them now. Yeah, because this otherwise motherfucker. This, mother, this motherfucker <laughs> died so miserable, mm. couldn't get a dime from his kids. He was always bitching to me. He goes, my, I, I called my kids for money. They won't give me any. I go, what? He goes, no. Yeah. I said, I told you not to give away your money. What are you doing? What are you fucking doing? Because I don't know what That's I was the thinking. the story of King Lear. Shakespeare the already wrote it. No, the reason he did this is so they don't have to go through a, a probation court or something like that. Who cares? That. Probation. Right, Who probation cares? court. Probation yeah. You won't have to go through probation. <laughs> right. You're on but probation, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, who would care? That now, like, now the mom is like the Ed, ass napkin Ed's mercy because he owns the house that she yeah. lived in. Yeah, she well, he her, could throw her out. Her No, her name's on the deed, too. But I, I, oh. my lawyer said you put what you put on there is right to survivorship, joint tenants. And then when she kicks the bucket, then it automatically becomes mine. I'm thinking about um, um, hiring a lawyer. Let me see if I can find Ass Napkin Ed's lawyer. I want to make sure I get the proper representation. Who's this? Oh, hey, everybody. It's Ass Napkin Chris. How are you? Howard. Howard. Yeah. I want to ask Napkin if I can stay at his place. I'm looking for a place to live. If he got all that room. I invited him to lunch. The what? I invited him to lunch. Who? My lawyer. You're, you're not my lawyer. lawyer. I invited my lawyer to lunch. I'm not your lawyer. I can tell in his voice. 
napkin. I want to move in with you. Chris, you can visit. I want to move in. I need a place to live. You pay. You got to pay me. Yeah. And, and I'm all the way in western New York. That's fine. Napkin. That's the name you of got, the town. You got six guest rooms? I use them for my rooms. I shut the door on him. Oh. I'm I'm to this I mean, it's entertaining, but it... Sleeping on the floor until my furniture... King of all blacks, you're on the air with Ass Napkin Ed. Go ahead. Oh, good. I want to... Hey, listen, this, this all sounds good and all of that, but we know that house is old as hell. And <laughs> what he going to do, what he going to do is take a loan out and not yep. pay it back that it's going to get foreclosed on. You know his dumb ass. They got smart people that inherit shit. And they get they shit foreclosed. Yep. So yep. you know, you got a gift, but you're gonna give it away because you a dumbass motherfucker. Believe it or not, it's got mowing faucets. Believe it or not, oh, yeah, but it got the cheap. It got the cheap mowing faucets with the plastic on the chrome. I don't no, know what no. you got. Yeah, I I, you know, that. I'm afraid. You know, Ed, I, I really do worry that. King of all blacks is right. Maybe you know? right. Yeah, well, this is the I time he may have predicted correctly. business all over the the radio right right no, i right, reported right. it all to, to the government anyway ed's looking for a wife now that he's got a house and a car so i know a lot of women might be interested in him and uh, yeah maybe some kids you know yeah. they gotta fill up send those your, rooms was that they can send you or gary some pictures and some information like a bio last i heard about you was uh, you were looking for like a hot Ukrainian refugee? Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> he you wants to house a refugee. <laughs> yeah, he, I'm not kidding. He called us up. He goes, "Do you think any of those Ukrainian refugee women would want to live yeah. with me?" <laughs> but th I found out they can't because they can they can only go to Europe or something. Oh, really? We well, I thought <laughs> Biden had opened doors to some Ukrainian refugees. I don't think he's letting them in, but they have to have visas or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, all right, stay well, on the right side of the law now, ask Napkin. And I'm on the way, too. <laughs> yeah, you can How tell he's not drinking. I can tell you're not drinking. Yeah. You yeah. sound good. Well, I'm proud of you. You're on the wagon. You own a home and a car. And now, uh, you know, and now you can shit in a toilet like a real person. Yeah. You know, oh, you can shit in a can. Thing. I have the master bedroom right in my bedroom. There's a walk-in closet and a bathroom. Yeah, nice. make sure you stay, you know, do the right thing and go to the bathroom well, in the I bathroom, do, but I don't, not in the closet. I, don't know. I only flush it once a day because the water bill I don't want to go uh, up. Nice. How is this 
this is going to, uh, you know, King is right. Uh, this house won't be worth what, anything. What was he saying? A couple of months after Edward Given time, you took, a, you took a guy who shit in a bucket in his uh, apartment. <laughs> and now he's got a bathroom. Give him a, give him a second to adjust. You know, it's like a guy uh, who was found in the jungle. They sleep on the floor, even though they have a bed. Tarzan slept on the floor the rest of his life, even when they brought him back into civilization. Yeah, but, but I so, think he didn't know. get mine the water bill. Mm. All right, Ed. Congratulations. All right. I got to get out of here anyway. I got to go tape a bunch of stuff for the show. Uh, congratulations, Ask Napkin Ed. Mm-hmm. I was going to read you some fan mail, but I can't find it. So huh. I'll have to wait till tomorrow. You're tomorrow having trouble we'll... over there today with your organization. Yeah, I kind of am. I don't see it. Let me see. I printed it all out. and Let's see. Yeah. Isn't that terrible when you, you know, you have everything and then you can't find anything? <laughs> I thought I was organized, but I, I, I don't see it. 